Geeks. 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 Hello and welcome to Geeks, the world's number one Geeks. entertainment podcast recorded live right here in this room. Yeah. We're in episode 58. 58? Oh, wow. Does that sound wow. right? Wow. It's been 58. Yeah, 58. 60 coming up. Excessive. I'm your host, Al White, <laughs> joining me today for a very special PlayStation Virtual Reality episode. To my left, Tamara Oshida. Hello, konnichiwa. Further to your left. Further to my left, <laughs> Nate. You don't know my last no, name? I don't know your last name. <laughs> She's associated with a car rental company that's uh, fucked me around so much in the past. Hurts! That I refuse Empire. to acknowledge it. <laughs> um, and our special guest, we have Avna. I'm not gonna, even going to do all your names. You've got like six names and it's ridiculous and you need to cut some down. So what we're here, what's happening right now, Avna? Okay. This is an intervention. Okay. And we're going to choose which ones we're going to cut out. Oh, right. Okay. So, so you, kind of, you came on a podcast a year and a half ago. So that's how people might know you. You aced a special Harry Potter quiz Woo-hoo. that we did with you. Master. Um, which the I can't remember what the episode was, but we did a special double bill of quizzes where they were all cut together last year. So you can find her in there. Give us your full name, piece by piece. I, see, I never tell anyone my full name piece by piece, so I feel <laughs> I'm actually a bit embarrassed. I didn't, I, I didn't know that you, I didn't remember that you've. You known sent me. it to me for your passport details when we were flying. Oh, around. why are you getting your passport? It. Oh, that's it. Because we had to fly. Oh yeah. Um, okay, so you don't, you don't want to publicly share your names. At that time, I actually, as I was typing them out to you, I was like, oh, I wish I wasn't telling them my names. <laughs> I'll just give you Avna Wallace. Okay. That's it. And if people come back next week, I'll give you all four. All five oh, minutes. no. <laughs> and we also have your lovely friend, Rhiannon. Mm-hmm. And what's your second name? Ross. Ross. Rhiannon Ross. That's a good name. Thanks. Good name for a good girl. <laughs> How are you guys <laughs> doing well? Avna, you literally just flew into LA like an hour ago. Yes. We I- bundled you up. Took you from the airport straight to here. Made you try VR like experience. Yeah. Very I- quick. I'm feeling a bit hoarse from all the screaming, the intense, intense screaming. You were screaming so loud. Yes, Our poor dog so was loud. shaking like crazy. I oh, know. Yeah. I, be, I feel Easy. terrible. I actually feel so guilty. I feel so sorry. I'm surprised there's no police officer knocking on our door because it was just proper screams. Do no, you're yeah. in LA. Oh, I guess screams so, yeah. are just yeah. Yeah. part of the call. Oh, yeah. Tanner, I'd like to take this opportunity to thank you for holding my hand. Aha. Uh-huh. Clammy. <laughs> I think my fingers are a little bit broken because of that. It's okay. So yes, uh, if you can't guess, if you're not watching us, you can go over to YouTube, type in We Are Tesselate. Actually, easier just because people struggle with Tesselate sometimes. We Are Geeks and we come up. That's the easiest way to do it. Oh, okay. um, and then you can watch the YouTube geek, version though. of this. Get the fuck out. Okay. Right. Um, we have the helmet out in front of us from PSVR. We got the Beer. move ones. We're going to be kind of showing some stuff on the helmet probably. So if you want the full experience and our weird faces then that's where you go. Um, we are going to do some of the regular news. So we're just going to get that out of the way. Yeah. Um, Alex was meant to be here this week. He was going to do releases for us. Sadly, he's not here. He's become ill. Nate is kindly standing in for him. So thank you, sir. You're welcome. You mm-hmm. caught up on his PSVR experiences very quickly. Yeah, like I did. a condensed. Yeah. I still maintain that maybe he's ill because of all the virtual reality he's been playing. Yeah, we should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he like, mm-hmm. it's okay. So to clarify, me and Tamro spent the last five days pretty much <laughs> yeah. doing two things one working on the feature film we're making starfish two playing a lot of playstation vr vr which at times is fun <laughs> at fun. times is not fun it's not fun <laughs> <laughs> and it definitely affects you after a while and there's a lot of games where you're like the stuff you like doing in vr is so good that you want to just be able to enjoy those moments and the stuff that's bad is so fucking shitty yeah. or nauseating or dumb that you don't want to waste any of the pain that it could cause your eyes or the nausea that you could feel or anything mm-hmm. by playing them. But we've been going through it and we've gone through nearly every one of the 35 nearly. plus games. Yep. Um, so we're going to talk through all of them 
for the majority of this podcast. Alex was meant to come and help out. He came around last night, played loads of them, mm-hmm. and then got a splitting headache this morning. Whether that's part of the PSVR experience or he not. He says it's not. I well, he has been is. having headaches. So, like, that's true. you know. But not it could good. be a trigger. In a defense of Sony, the Japanese company. <clears throat> um, <laughs> I'd say it's it very noble because of you. Of very noble of you. Hmm. Um, so yeah, no releases, I'm afraid. We will do the box office. We're going to do a, a sort of condensed version of the news. We're going to compress all the games, all the movies. It's going to be like the old days. Well, okay. We're going to split yeah. them into two things. Right. Movies and games together, commingling. Back when podcasts lasted hours, like yep. literally five <laughs> Literally hours. five hour podcasts. Um, that was not the correct usage of the word literally. I just have to insert that. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that. Nate. Yes. How's you, how you been? How's your week? How are your eyeballs? Eyeballs are good. Yeah. They took a blow. Uh, with the last three or four hours of VR that I've experienced. Um, so if people weren't here before, a couple of weeks ago, you announced on the podcast you just had your LASIK surgery, is that you say? Yeah, LASIK eye surgery. Okay, and how are you feeling? Are you all good? Are, you are super? You, I'm so sorry to interrupt. Are you just calling it that or is it really called LASIK? I thought it was called laser, surely. No, no, it's no, not. It's la- it LASIK. Yeah, LASIK. LASIK. It is. From now on, that's what I shall be calling it then. <laughs> Do. Right? Yes, <laughs> Did you just make up their name? No. no. It really is no, called LASIK. It's actually yeah. called LASIK. Uh, yeah. Hmm. This is, uh, just a couple weeks ago, the Dr. Berg flipped open my corneas and poked around with his tractor beam. The print does. <laughs> but uh, yeah, eyes are doing good. And seeing is a whole new experience. Seeing is believing for you now. It is. I was able to fully appreciate how much older I've gotten oh, looking in the mirror. No. <laughs> that was fun. Time going by. Oh, time. Sweet time. <laughs> Sweet, bitter time. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, been good. Working hard. Ready yep. for fucking production on Starfish, man. Yep. That's pretty much the day to day. Like, normally we go around and say what people have been up to, but pretty yeah. much. We've been doing the same thing. Yep. Yeah. Blood, sweat, and tears trying to get this feature film made. Yep. In uh, LA. Yep. Which is Los Angeles. Yeah. America. <laughs> Earth. Planet. Confirmed. Um, yeah, if you're not following us, you can watch our Starfish Diaries on YouTube where we're talking through what it takes to make an independent movie and the nightmare that is. Oh, we haven't yeah. done one in a long time, uh, but we're about to do a whole bunch. So yes, there'll be a okay. new yeah, content yeah. coming up over the next couple of weeks. Bring it on. Avna. Yes. Since you're our special guest, how have you been? What's your week? I'm really good, thank you. I've had a very exciting week, made all the more exciting by coming here to see you lovely people. There so. You go. Yes, <laughs> there you go. That's and stop That's talking. No, but I've been in Kentucky and I've been in Alabama, so I feel like I've jet set around and now LA for the first time. So yes, there's been a lot of screaming, and yes, my throat is sore. Was mm. it your nice. first time in Kentucky and Alabama and all these places? Third time in Kentucky, actually. Third time. My brother oh, okay. lives there. New baby went and saw that. Well, not that. Her. She's oh. beautiful. <laughs> that, it's that, that, that thing. thing. That thing. <laughs> that creature. That <laughs> Giselle is beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And also went to a wedding. So I feel like it's been a very sort of uh, festive, a very festive time. It's mm. nice. Mm. It's good to celebrate. Absolutely good to celebrate. No, it's been wonderful. And also my only week's holiday for a long time. So I've been really enjoying it. Thank you for having me, Al. Thank you for coming. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, Pleasure. For staying in my house. <laughs> You're like, leave. Please leave. <laughs> oh, that's why you need the passport details. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, <laughs> re- reporting it to immigration. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, my goodness. Please don't reveal my six names. I really... I don't want... <laughs> yeah, that, that was an evil laugh. That was an evil laugh. Depends how nice you are. Oh, my goodness. 
Um, we're going to be talking about some Harry Potter. Yes. Some Star Wars. Sadly, Alex isn't here because he would be the one who, yeah. who pushed me to talk about Star Wars this week. Although I think Rhiannon has got uh, extensive Star Wars knowledge. Am I wrong? Oh. She's, oh. she's grimacing. <laughs> yeah. No. No, maybe not. Okay. Never Can I just say, your top is fucking amazing. Oh, yep. thanks. Yeah, I know. It's pretty great. Dinosaurs. Little dinosaurs. I think there should be more dinosaurs on more things. Mm-hmm. That is generally is a rule in life. A good rule of thumb? I have mm. phobia towards dinosaurs, so <laughs> yeah, let's put it. Tamara so hates going, dinosaurs. Yeah. So for Christmas, that's what you get. I sent Tamara a video from the National History Museum in London of like they have a big T Rex now. Have you yes. been there recently? I actually haven't been there recently, oh, but I should go at something. Is it a feathered T Rex or just it's no? But it's the same. Know. They have like a big like regular T Rex sort of proper size. It's actually quite scary when you're looking straight at it. Uh-huh. Um, that's all animatronic and moving around and stuff. Oh really? But then they have these two sort of I've raptor seen that ones. One. Have you seen that one? The, the one that moves. The one that's been there for ages. That oh, moves it's been around. There for ages? Oh okay. I've I never thought seen that it before. Been. You might be right. Hmm. I'm not. Sorry. No, please. I just really want them to shatter the image of lizard-like dinosaurs. No, but that's what it does. When can I? See? Oh, really? They I have, have two raptors that are fully feathered. Oh, really? Oh, but they I are kind of furry it. and feathered, and it goes up to like a mullet. Yes. Because it just sort of—it's clearly they didn't <laughs> used to be feathered, and they just sort of added this hairstyle added to feathers, them. Yeah. And I sent an image to Tamara. He just deleted it without even yeah. fucking opening it. I didn't Jesus even look Christ! At it. You didn't? You, are you? So you're you're genuinely afraid of dinosaurs? Yeah. Not afraid. I don't like them. How can okay. you not like okay. dinosaurs? Okay. Um, They're not even around. You have nothing to fear. They're categorically not like extinct. something. It has to do something that you can, you know, like that offended you in some way. Whereas no. to be scared of something, that could be an objective. Just, okay. Yeah, they look spooky. Uh, but conceptually, you like the idea of like enormous chickens running around Earth, right? No. Before, like, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> not. You're talking Thank about you much. Question, question. If you played a virtual reality dinosaur game, would you have to hold my hand? I would my not play hand? it. Oh, we're going to get to that. You actually hate dinosaurs. We're going to get to that. Because there nearly was in the Batman VR... Because people, some people, first people exclaiming like, "Why is there a huge dinosaur in Batman's caves?" Because that's what he traditionally has in his cave: this big mm-hmm. quarter, is it, or a dime? I forgot. Yeah, and a big dinosaur. And you got in the VR cave and I was waiting for you to like turn around yep. <laughs> and see the dinosaur. And you never, because you can kind of like sort of warp over to places. And I was waiting for you to warp over there and nope. like, deal with no. the dinosaur. I, was like, I saw it, and uh, I was like, "Okay, it's there." You just started throwing <laughs> batarangs at it. I did do that, didn't I? Yeah, I remember yeah. now. Yeah, I did. Um, fun. All right, we'll get to that. Yeah, we're gonna get to PSVR, yeah. but just just run for the news really quickly. Yep. Nate, yeah, let's start as we do every week with Nate's blowdown. Give us some news, please, sir. Uh, well, I have some uh, news for the Harry Potter fans. Fantastic Woo! Beasts related. During a Facebook Live global fan event, J.K. Rowling announced that the Fantastic Beasts trilogy has now been expanded to five films. She said this. Oh my goodness, I didn't know this. This isn't what she said, she but I that. did not know <laughs> she said, this. I didn't know. <laughs> okay, here's what she said. This is truly exciting. I can say one thing. We were doing some script sessions the other day, and I can tell you that we always knew it was going to be more than one movie. We knew that from the start, and we set a trilogy as a kind of placeholder. But we've now done the plotting, so we're pretty sure there's going to be five movies. Five Five. Is that the end of a quote? Did Five. you just shout? Yay! Yay! And just ran yeah. into the distance. <laughs> it's all me. Yay! <laughs> Very nicely read. Oh, yeah. Five, wow. money. Five more. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them is released this November 18th. The sequel come out November 16th, 2018. It's very specific for 2018, but they yeah. don't know what they're doing. So, wait, so there will be no books, just the five movies? Is that what's going on? Currently, there's no confirmed books for this but i'm sure she'll i don't know 
Actually, I'm now that you know what I've, it's not. It's actually just clicked in, right? Which is not that's not great news for me. But five, that is a lot. <laughs> but there were <laughs> that's a how lot. How many Harry right? Potter films were there? Well, seven, but no, but they're the no, there's a film. Sorry, eight. I think I'm wrong. Were there eight? Oh my goodness, my knowledge has just failed so me. that I've you know. Um, Avna does pride herself of being the very sort of hardcore Harry Potter. Tarian, you guys call it? Harry Potterian. Yeah. I, yeah, well, Potterian. I mean, I haven't called it that yet, but yeah. now I think I will. So, no, well, clearly she's not. She's getting these things wrong. Wrong. It's kind of like, yeah, shocking news. I'm a bit rusty. I haven't yeah. read them this year, so that means, you know, <laughs> yes. I'm really. So she uh, does read them like many times. And yes. Uh, am I right that you can sort of quote all the books of the book? I, mean, I can quote some passages. So if yeah. I was like, yeah. quote The Sorcerer's Stone. Like well, a like a a Hagrid quote. You you would say, oh my in your Hagrid voice. Well, I'd probably be. <laughs> no, we see. I'm not very good at the voice the voices because you oh, know that was perfect. When you no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I read like them, a, that's how I imagined Hagrid. The films are a bit of a disappointment. I feel they didn't get the feminine yeah. side of his personality. Of his per- fair, fair enough. Yes, indeed, <clears throat> indeed. No, but you see, I'm probably not that clever, and especially not in the last few years. It's been a. Hmm. I've I've delved into other books in the past few years, so not read them as much. Why would as you I read know. anything other? Why straight? No, straight. Trust me, there's nothing else out there. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> you just did. well, unfortunately, for a, a good period of time, a good four or five years, I was just reading pretty much nothing else i remember distinctly finishing the third book turning it over and just beginning again that's <laughs> that is the that is the level to which Aww. i sunk and i know plenty of people sort of similar to me you know, fortunately unfortunately there are more of us i'm not sure um but i'm pretty sure yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, but no i think in the past few years i've actually gotten a bit rusty so if you were to get me to quote anything it would probably only be the first paragraph which i could do of the first book but then i'm sure thousands of fans could do the exact same thing so really it's not yeah. that impressive so yeah. now the five yeah. brand new movies mm-hmm. so Han, but you're saying that's too so, much for you well no it's not too much for me but i think there is there probably is a, and i'm sure people would agree there's probably a cutoff point isn't there and no, we'll or you worry like i would worry next about it five years at least right well longer because the second like, one's yeah. 2018 then it'll be 2020 oh, 18. I'm sure. and okay. then i'm sure they'll shrink them down year by year towards the end right and once right, they get right, into right. the swing of production about eight years nine years yeah it is it is like stupendously exciting though like i'm i'm definitely excited about it i'm intrigued i'm confused because she's just she's not writing more books is that right these are she's writing these screenplays she wrote the screenplay for fantastic uh be somewhat fun okay Mm. so yeah she'll write them all as screenplays whether she'll ever adapt them to book form don't know it's a strange way to go but okay um well just short cutting straight to the yeah. yeah, it's probably easier for her to write a screenplay and write a new book. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah. Mm. Sure also, is. to bring out a a movie just a year after the first one, that's very impressive, right? Straight away, they Two must years. already be. Because it's twenty sixteen. Oh, twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know where, where we are? What year? I've been flying a lot this week. <laughs> Please give me some credit where credit is due. But every two years is fucking crazy. That too. is, but sure, that's really I mean, fast. That's yeah. Very impressive. I'm actually really excited about it because I. I we were talking about last night, weren't we? I think mm-hmm. I was saying how I'm, I'm more actually interested in the story of new find, like sort of documenting the world and the creatures than Harry Potter's story. Like that sounds really interesting to me, and I love the like the actors in it involved at the moment. I love the world that they're painting for the trailers, um, and I like that it's still talking in as Tamara Shine with the music that I'm talking over, so YouTube doesn't pick up on that and well done, flag Tamara. us. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> 
But the one, yeah, the one thing I'm not really a fan of is they got, I think it's David Yates is his name, the director, and he directed the last four Harry Potter films. And I'm like, if you're doing something new, I appreciate all these things you're keeping that tie it in, but mm-hmm. I'd rather you got some fresh, you know, fresh some eyes. fresh, mm-hmm. fresh eyes. Fresh eyes. Fresh eyes. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fair point. Well, Rogue One trailer dropped this week. We just saw it. I didn't because I didn't want to. Yeah, so we got Tamro's yeah. not listened or watched it. I saw it when it came out. You guys just watched it now. Alex is the one who really wanted to talk about it, which is why I put it on this, this oh, list. Oh, sorry, Alex. Um, so yeah, we won't spend too much time on it because everyone's covering it. But how are you feeling? You like it? I like the trailer. I actually think I might enjoy the film. Good. <laughs> Did you not think, were you not excited before? Um, I was a little excited. Okay. But... Um, I don't know. Like I like I had talked about before, I didn't like the most recent Star Wars movie oh, that okay. came out. Um, thought it was a little overstuffed. Um, I can feel the internet <laughs> <laughs> just just squirming <laughs> me. Yeah, but um, no, I think a lot of people. Yeah. I'll see. I was talking about this with Alex last night because I heard him on the podcast you guys did a couple of weeks ago on your own, mm-hmm. and he was saying. You know, it seemed a lot of people, even him, he's a diehard, he's like for Star Wars, what you are for Harry Potter. Like, he knows Indeed. all the extended universe, knows all, like, you know, read everything. Um, and he loved Force Awakens when he first went to see it. And then I feel the honeymoon period went. And when you go back to it, you know, people have kind of been, oh, actually, you know what? Like, it's not as great as I thought it was just because the excitement when they yeah. first saw it kind of thing. I'm the only person I know, actually, who's been like, I, I saw it in cinema, really loved it, had certain problems with it. Saw it again with my mom about a month or so ago when I was in England. Mm-hmm. Still felt the exact same way. Still so absolutely loved it. loved it. Still had a bunch of problems with it, but it was exactly the same problems. Kind mm-hmm. of um, but yeah, Rogue One's had such a crazy journey. Right, because... Wait, they didn't switch directors, but they had like extensive reshoots or something? Yeah, so Gareth Edwards, um, who directed yeah, Monsters and Godzilla, he directed it. Um, there was, yeah, a lot of rumors for a choppy post-production um mm-hmm. and during the shoot quite choppy as well and they kind of wrapped it all yeah brought in someone who did 40 days of reshoots mm-hmm. and i've forgotten which director he was but he's not someone who's that exciting. oh that's right it's really like fucking controversial to like hire someone to direct a film and then hire a different director well to this do, is like, the thing. reshoots so, on that same film so we have to say legally that is yeah. no one knows that this person definitely directed stuff but that's what it heavily points out like uh-huh. we know this person was brought in to kind of watch over Gareth or help him assist him in directing the extra 40 days of reshoots. It does happen often. Not does that ha- long. Not for 40 days is really I, I was about to say, does it? I mean, that sounds that pretty... It happens all the time. And they all, they'll yeah. always... A film like this will always schedule in reshoot periods. Bringing in another director to help out, that's not normal. 40 okay. days yeah. is not normal. Like, that's an huge... Reshoots are normal. Yeah. yeah. Not for that amount. And not with another director. And what it sounded like was wow. that, like, Disney... It was like a Disney thing, right? Like, yeah. they were, like, bringing a... They brought in another director who was maybe had a more commercial sensibility. Yeah, like, definitely. Mm-hmm. And it was after that that we started. And that's a problem now. And this is the thing me and Alex are talking about. Because this Rogue One trailer has got most people back on board. Because a lot of people have been like, oh, the trailer's the first trailer people liked. second one people weren't so keen on. And mm-hmm. this one's the last one. And people seem to be really liking it. But the problem is now you're watching stuff. And it's, it's that weird thing of like you don't know what was intended to be in the movie or not. You know, in Gareth's original right. vision. And his vision was very much for like a war movie set in the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. Very different from anything else. And now they're clearly like, you know, spoilers. 
they clearly like they're bringing in the star fader in the yeah. trailer like there's all of these you know like big lots of fan service are tying in characters to the world so and stuff. annoying see i would have liked the original i would have been fucking but this insane. is the thing you don't know that's the thing yeah. it's like maybe mm. darth vader was always in garris one but we're never gonna know now because disney mm. are never gonna say oh we forced this scene into this film you against forced. the director's break it against the director's <laughs> will so it's really hard now to pick through it. And that's the problem. Me and Alex are saying, we're going to watch it. Like, we're really excited about it. I'm excited about it because I love Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I like the look of this new trailer and I love Gareth Edwards. So, you know, I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. But knowing the trouble that this had and not knowing what scenes are whose vision, that's always going to be in the back of your head. Yeah. And it's going to spoil. Like, it could be an awesome scene, but you're like, was this meant to be in the film? Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Like it's, but for the general public, they don't know any of that stuff. You know, that's just purely us lot living in LA being geeks like reading this stuff like yeah. regular people have no clue thank you oh well done <laughs> yeah, uh, right on cue have yeah no clue about any of this stuff mm-hmm. so they're just gonna go and see the movie um, and if anything yeah I'm sure Disney have guided it to being more in a line with Force Awakens and being more fun totally. and vibrant and which I'm sure the general public will prefer what about the poster then well the new one's alright the new one looks alright the painted yeah. one is fine Yep. The one in the middle was fucking horrible. Mm. I haven't seen I haven't seen the posters actually. Oh, yeah. That was a terrible one. Not looking Describe the me. terrible no. one. It's the quality no. that was bad as well. Yeah, it was it's just it's awful. Just like it was all photoshopped. Pixelated, yeah. oh, it looked like a fan poster, but not in yeah. a good way. Like just oh. it looked like a fan film of Star Wars and they just like CG like photoshopped in little stormtroopers mm. and photoshopped it just it was horrible. Mm. Really not nice. Um Avna. Mm. Do you like the look of it? Well, okay, so here's another getting all the weird and wonderful facts about me. As someone who's never seen any Star Wars film, oh I'm gosh. sorry, I'm sorry to everyone who may be cursing me right now. Um, but I haven't, and I will, and I'm going to sit down one weekend. It's going to be a Star Trek weekend, okay? So don't nope. worry. Star, Star Wars, Trek don't do it. Star Wars. Don't say oh my it. God, did I say wow. Star Trek? Oh, Star Wars. Oh, oh no. <laughs> okay, um, that please. did not happen. No, please, please, don't, please, don't, please, don't yeah, please don't go. Please don't go. I'm so we sorry. I guess we should just go on. Uh, okay, so Star Wars, yeah. Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. Oh, I'm actually embarrassed. Anyway. You no, should be. You know, yeah. I, haven't seen really Star, I haven't seen Star Trek either. So actually, it's just complete... So you see no Star Trek ever, no Star Wars ever. That's actually quite an achievement. I yeah, think you should just Star keep Trek on that was ride. on, so you'd switch over and you'd see bits of it. But I, I have to say, not 100% my thing. I always get curious about like people's, oh like, like what they're interested in, in terms of like, are they like epic fantasy people? Mm-hmm. Are they like science fiction people? Anime people. Anime people. It's like interesting Horror how, people. like what fiction people tend to it's yeah. definitely fantasy Graphic. for me yeah. so maybe maybe I'm missing but out Star- Lord of the Rings I think Star Wars. 100% you love Lord of the Rings and yeah. it, that, that's a really great point you made actually so I, I definitely that's perfect that's it how do you feel about the $800 Lord of the Rings The Hobbit Blu-ray box set that was announced this week Whoa. Yeah. waiting for that in the news $800 and they're all done in these very beautiful like books and yes. it's like 13 Blu-ray discs or something. Oh my All goodness. six extended versions of each of the movies. 800 fucking dollars. Yeah. Insane. But that, it, what, you know, for, for the for the diehard fan, if, if that is your People thing, are going that insanely be... angry about it. For oh, but that's really? the thing. It's so one of the things. Really it'll up. launch for 800. They'll probably bring it down to like 600 now. It'll mm-hmm. launch. And then by next Christmas, you know, it'll be 150. It'll be like $15 on eBay. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can go and buy <laughs> those diehard fans. Yeah. <laughs> that's for six movies. Yeah. Okay. But that's the thing. As a fantasy fan, 
I don't want to get too much into this because we no, need to move on to PSVR. But, but as a fantasy fan, Star Wars, I think it's really good for you because Star Trek is the one for me that's for science that's fiction science fans. Yes. Fiction. Star Wars is like an adventure film. And for the mm. little that I know, I would I would absolutely say that because even as I was saying, I'm a fantasy fan, I do believe that there's something very fantastical yeah. about It just happens Star to be Wars. set in like a in a in science fiction realm. universe, but it deals yes. with more, I think, fantastical things, whereas Star that's Trek true. is like, science fiction and the science fiction uh, absolutely I apologise to everyone who I've offended but also I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing it and I know that I'm going to sit down one it's going to be like a, one of those weekends where it's just Star Wars heaven so I'm looking forward to it she said the right word or hell yeah. let's move on or let's hell on. if I yeah, yeah. I will I'll, I'll like it uh, right I think that's actually the last bit of movie news I have yep oh well um, you separated it I see what you did yeah well played thank yeah. you do you want me to run through the game news quickly yes please do um, very, very quickly, then we've got Friday 13th. The video game is adding single player to its package, according to publisher Gun Media. Uh, this, though, means that the game is going to be delayed until spring 2017. Open quotes To expand development and inclusion of AI bots, Tommy Jarvis is a playable character and the inclusion of Pakanak Lodge playable map. End quotes. Cool. Ends. Um, which I'm really fucking excited about because this game was looking loads of fun anyway. It's 4v1. Um, slasher heaven essentially with all the different skins for the different Jasons and now there's a single player campaign I think would be great because mm-hmm. cool. the multiplayer could be janky we'll see yeah um, Dark Souls is getting in its new DLC Ashes of Ariandel don't you pronounce that uh, it's going to have PvP PvP action in there which is quite a big deal for Dark Souls fans um, so that means I think it's three versus three um, can go up in there oh okay that's uh, me and Adrian I'm quite excited for that one Go watch Prepare I just try. met someone who beat Dark Souls three times. Well, fuck them. <laughs> I beat Dark Souls three one time. <laughs> <laughs> I can um, tell that's very impressive. Well done, them. Yeah, go yeah. watch. Go watch Prepare to Try after you finish with this podcast. It's the best show on, on YouTube. Um, Sony Mobile. A report from Nikkei. Nikkei. It's like Financial Times. Nikkei in Japan. Well, they actually bought Financial Times now. Really? Yeah. Oh. Well done. Uh, they <laughs> like said a Sony Interactive Entertainment. Yeah, 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 exactly. So. Sony Interactive Entertainment will be releasing five or more. So it's mobile. a pretty replica, like reputable <laughs> publication. <laughs> like they've got <laughs> a lot of like good, useful yes, like, yeah, investments. It's solid, sort of, like this is my actual business oriented. <laughs> yeah, sure, got newspaper it. company. Cool. Yeah. And Nikkei's sh- like short version <laughs> for Nippon Keizai Shimbun, uh-huh. meaning like <laughs> Japanese <laughs> economic <laughs> newspapers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Pretty good online presence. Uh, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are doing quite a lot of stuff online as well. Yeah, yeah. good. Yeah. Did, would you get it delivered to your door? Uh, <laughs> no, but I could. Yeah. Okay, got it. <laughs> All right, moving on. So Al has just... Uh, that, was, that was the news. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. Um, I can't even remember. I threw away the paper. I think they said Sony's going to have mobile t- March 2018, five or more games. Um, according to the report, the titles will be based on pre-existing Sony properties and will be connectable to consoles, akin to what they did with the PS Vita. Um, so you can do some cross-play functionality. There's a lot to talk about here, but I think we should do it another week. Cause okay. We'll yeah. Okay. Um, but the most important news of the week, obviously, Red Dead, whatever it's going to be called. <laughs> yesterday, or day before yesterday, if you listen to a podcast as it goes up, uh, Rockstar changed their image uh, on Twitter to a red Rockstar image the I woke up to my entire Twitter sphere just going fucking crazy because mm-hmm. that's all a company like Rockstar have to do is change the color of their image essentially everyone thought it was going to be a Red Dead announcement today they changed it well put up a new picture of a bunch of silhouetted cowboys uh, with this mm. beautiful it was really nice 
presumably there's going to be a trickle out now of these little weird teaser things culminating probably in a trailer i would say my guess by the end of the week wow um because that's how they tend to operate and in that trailer like guaranteed there'll be a date and it'll probably be the end of this year it could even be like next month end of november red day by the time this podcast is out maybe there's yeah yeah, everyone probably already knows unless i'm an idiot but that's every week so it doesn't make Mm. much difference um roll rocks i'll do quite a lot they'll do that It'll get a release date and then they'll probably miss it. <laughs> it'll get pushed to March next year. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I remember when Grand Theft Auto Five was meant to be coming out. They had posters all around the London Undertube. Uh, Undertube? Underground. <laughs> the Undertube. The, the under-tube. way to travel in London. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Undertube. Uh, Undertube. Sounds kind of lewd, actually. It's what they call Let's just move Metro on. System in London. <laughs> just for that, you know. Yep. Thank you, Tamro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tamro Translator. Uh, they had these posters up Cube. everywhere, all the way around the tube. <laughs> Cube. For it coming out, <laughs> kind of like the financial. I like just yeah. <laughs> 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 why, why, why do you even try? Financial times or financial times? Financial. Yeah, financial times or financial. Sorry, Al. <sighs> VR. Sorry. Carry on. Carry on. <laughs> all around the tube in London, you would see these yes, posters. All these posters, but it ended up being released. We actually when? care. That- <laughs> I'm, te- I'm texting Alex. I'm asking. <laughs> asking him for support during this difficult time. Um, oh, I, I just realized I had an important text that was halfway through doing it now. I forgot to finish it. Oh. Um, what was I talking about? Yeah, so that posted the tube. GTA 5 everywhere around the tube. And it's meant to be coming out in November. And they had spent millions, presumably, on the placement of these posters. I used to know someone who worked in that. So they would tell me like how much each one would cost, depending on where really? you're placing it and which tube station. We spent millions on it. And then they just pushed the entire thing by about six months. The release of it. It's a long time. Like to actually put your marketing out and then yeah. throw and then, it back yeah, yeah, and yeah. then put it out again. It's crazy. Never happens. Anyway, that was all the news. Did cool. you uh, the Red Dead. <laughs> I fucking okay, just. Jesus. He was so <laughs> close to the end. <laughs> God, he came close. I'm a now he's um, hit his computer. Everyone's very excited anyway because it's new Red Dead. And from a lot of people, even you, Nate, today were saying it could well be your favorite game. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Red Dead Redemption is this game where you play like a cowboy. <laughs> it's like Grand Theft Auto. You know Grand I Theft Auto? I love that you're having to explain to both of us who are not necessarily... Um, no yes, you're, I you're like, to apologize. Yeah. But we're, you know... It's like guess. an open world and you like get a horse and you run around. It's basically like know. Grand Theft Auto in the Wild West. Are you watching that show Westworld right now on HBO? I've not. Oh, oh okay. please ask me a question where I can say yes. Yes, I have seen it. <laughs> have yes, you seen Red, the first I've Harry Potter toy? The trailer. Yes. The trailers, yeah. <laughs> All right. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's okay. All right. So let's move on. That's the majority of the news. Uh, We're going to head into PSVR territory. So the way I want to handle this really is we're talking about it like it's a console launch because that's basically what it is. It's priced like a console launch. It's a new piece of hardware, not Mm -hmm. just software. There's a ton of launch games that came out and it's a brand new dawn for gameplay. And the problem at the moment, every generation that comes out, it's kind of just incremental steps, really. Uh, some forward, some backwards. Um, so this is really quite a interesting leap in one particular direction or another. It's obviously going to affect movies as well. Um, so it's probably what we'll talk about. It's how it's going to affect narrative, how it can affect movies, how it can affect interactive experiences. We've talked about it a lot, reporting on it. Um, not just PSVR, obviously, but VR um, overall on the podcast for like the last two years. Well, we haven't been going for two years. How long have we been going for? A year and a half or whatever. Um, ever since the first episode we've mm-hmm. had to talk about VR this is our first extensive experiences I mm-hmm. think we've all had I've had a few experiences at a showcase Avna was this your first experience with VR? it was my first experience I've heard a lot about it obviously I've read quite a bit about it but this was my first experience okay Nate? 
Um, wait, have you have most previous VR experience before now? Uh, yeah, I have. I have, okay. yeah. Uh, Tamara? It was fast, proper. Proper exposure. Experience, Actually, yeah. for me too, proper, like yeah. substantial yeah. amount of time. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I've been kind of confused because there's a lot of stuff out there. There's a lot of people either just saying it's fantastic or saying it's awful. Mm-hmm like lumping together like 10 games that were really great or 10 games that are t- terrible and really kind of whitewashing how they want to paint it. So I want to look at it fairly. So like I said earlier, me and Tamara has played through most of the launch games. Mm-hmm. We're going on the UK launch because that's what my console set to. But most of them are the same. The UK actually had a couple of weird ones that US didn't have, which we Extra tried. Extra ones, yeah. But we have our list here. There's like over 30 games. Um, some of them we didn't quite get around to, but we've done most. So what's the purpose of like going through each of them the, for the listeners the purpose I mean. is we want to judge it so we want to talk about it as a piece of hardware basically mm-hmm. how it made you feel now be the first thing we want to talk about go around see how like even if you've only really had one experience because we just quickly shoved you in one so you could have yeah, some idea of what we're talking about might be useful actually the first ever experience you know, definitely because you guys definitely. have had such well that's what's interesting because like yeah me and Nate well sorry us and Nate I think it's useful I think no it's I agree it's useful, useful. <laughs> Just you don't have to justify yourself that's all I'm saying <laughs> your opinion is always <laughs> valid Nate, no, your opinion is always valid <laughs> just because you confuse Star Wars just, and Star Trek I feel terrible about it I no, really do I've done that many times um but yeah, so we want to address, you know, the entertainment media as a whole, not just as PSVR, but what it means for the future uh, for entertainment, basically. But then we also want to digest some of the games, pick out our favorites, pick out our least favorites, mm-hmm. and then also just value for money. Because there's something that I've noticed a lot of yeah. people talking about is saying, this is ridiculous, it's just for rich people, it's a dumb thing to buy. If you're spending money on this, then you're an idiot, blah, blah, blah. Some of them are like 60 pounds. Yep, right? well, $60, which oh, if you buy in the UK, okay. is like nearly 60 pounds. Cause yeah. We just do that. We just change the dollar sign for pound sign. And Which God, I really wish that was the go. case yeah. when I was a student yeah. in England. <laughs> <laughs> it's practically the same yeah. now. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That's Thanks. fucking Brexit. awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. This is, <laughs> this is for you, Mom. God. It was <laughs> like <laughs> two to one when I was there. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. It was like 1.5 when I was there, but now it's like 1.1, 1.2. Oh, yep. my God. That's amazing. So it's yep. basically sort of saying now. like, which one might be worth spending your money on. Basically, we're going to say, and we might all have different opinions. I have no idea what Nate's opinion is yet because he did a bunch and he hasn't talked to us about it yet. Mm -hmm. But we're all going to say, do we think it's worth it? Do we think it has a future? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Where do we think that future is? Okay. And, you know, what what was our favorite experience? Actually, we have the perfect Mm -hmm. demographic of people to discuss this because you haven't played at all. No, I haven't. You've had one experience. I've had like half a day. Mm-hmm. And, and you guys important. have been like wearing the headset for the last fucking two months. Yeah, we have. We've been. Yeah. Am I wearing a headset right now? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so it's important. Like, yeah, you guys. If you have any questions about it pertaining to movies as well and stuff or anything else, then do ask, um, and we'll try and field we'll it as well mm-hmm. as we can. Because uh, that's kind of point. Well, I want like a comprehensive conversation yeah. for anyone even thinking about buying PSVR, so they can be fully informed on yes. if they should or not. Is it worth the money? And if so, where should they put that money? So just to catch up on what's been happening, like geeks as. This podcast, Geeks. we've been quite, not we, you guys have been quite sort of uh, not thinking it's going to be a good thing or it's not. I've been actively pretty... anti-VR okay. on this podcast f- since day one. Mm. Not anti the technology um, because I think the technology is great and I think it will do some really interesting things. Definitely, I was way more excited with games than with movies. Mm-hmm. I've been very anti mm-hmm. it with movies. Not because, again, I don't want it to be made. I just don't think it should be put in the same pile as movies. Mm-hmm. It's, for me, experiences with VR um, in film is as different from film is to theater. 
You know, it's a completely different medium of how to tell a story. That's very interesting. Um, and it's and I think that's fascinating. And I think it'll um, you know we did that. Um, no, you went to Flowboy, but I, we did that seminar at a company where they were trying to sell us. You mm-hmm. should make moves in PR. Uh, sorry, in PR. In VR, you should make moves in VR. And everyone, all the DPs and directors and stuff were asking questions. And like the DPs were like, well, where do I get my artistic vision? And like, well, you don't anymore <laughs> because it's not like that. You're just like shooting 360. You've got to make sure all the wires out of the way. There's no like props in the way. Like, mm-hmm. not if, you know, and you got to like direct people's idea for where the story should go and how, which direction they should be looking in to tell bits of your story. And it's very, very different. Um, it's way more akin to games and to theater. And I think it has a future with that. And I think that's fascinating. But I just, I'm not personally interested in ever making something like that. I like film traditionally how it is. That's what interests me mm. in controlling the audience's emotions more. Um, and with games, I, I honestly, and I've said it a lot, I think uh, thought it was going to be a fad. I was like, I'm sure there'll be a small niche of people who do this a lot. And that's cool. But honestly, for me, VR, I'm very excited about outside of entertainment i'm excited about it for medical research i'm excited about it for retail you know estate stuff i'm excited about it for just experiences of being in a different place like skype stuff would be fantastic and things that help bring the world together in different ways but for entertainment i thought it'd be a fad hmm. you thought but now I'm not sure mm. my hand yet tamro how did how are you feeling oh, about how VR the tables have turned we... well like um <laughs> just quickly talking about theater, like theater is very much changing these days too. Like I was talking to Al earlier today about Sleep No More in New York. That's been going on for a while. Uh, It started from uh, this theater company in London, uh, Punch Drunk. Um, The concept itself started in the 70s called immersive theater. And uh, in that you are just in this massive space and you're free to walk around wherever you you feel like you want to walk around and uh, you will see like bits of stories for you to put together to make your own sort of take on the story which for me is very similar to like that's what vr film can Mm -hmm. be like so in terms of that i wouldn't necessarily say like it's not theater because theater that there's no good definition for theater right now so Anyway, um, in terms of gaming, yeah, it's amazing. Like I, I felt like I'm right there. Um, there are some faults, both technical and maybe there are things that sort of make you feel and uh, think differently when you put the headset on. We'll probably talk about it like specifically with the games, but um, yeah, it's an amazing experience. And like you said, I feel like it's a new console. Like it's a brand new thing. Like it's got um, full list of new things. Yeah, which is very yeah. Exciting. It's got a bigger launch lineup than yeah. I think any consoles ever had. Mm. Ever had. Like there's so many games to choose from. Mm. Yeah. Um, so like any... you should really like. I don't feel bad spending certain amounts of money to buy this headset because mm-hmm. it's just like buying a new console. Yeah. So to clarify, yeah. the PSVR on its own is four hundred dollars. Um, but on its own, it's useless. You've got to have the camera mm-hmm. um, and you've, you ideally need a couple of ones like old move controllers as well, um, which ramps it up. There's like a $600 bundle, I think you can get 599 or whatever, where you get all of that stuff together and you get PSVR Worlds, the game with like a bunch of like five mm-hmm. sort of demo things on. Um, and you also get a demo disc with a whole bunch of demos with the other games as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. So basically, let's be real. So you're talking about $600 mm-hmm. for, you know, an entry 
experience. Yeah. So What's the most on top of the PlayStation? Expensive console right now. Before <sighs> Scorpio. So it's. Uh, oh, actually, oh, like on sale right now? Yeah. The parody is kind of similar right now because it, it gets complicated because you have you got the Xbox One and it's getting really complicated partly because of this. You have the Xbox One, you got the PlayStation 4. They're about the same right now. I think they're like 350 uh-huh. or something. Um, okay. But then you've got the Xbox One S, mm-hmm. which is essentially their slim version of Xbox, but it does a bunch of stuff like plays 4K Blu-rays and stuff like that. And it supports HDR output. Um, then you've got the PlayStation Slim version as well which basically does nothing that the PlayStation 4 doesn't do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've got the PlayStation 4 Pro, which is coming mm. out next month. That's their kind of sort of mid-tier console. Like it's more powerful than the PlayStation 4. But weirdly, it doesn't do some stuff that the Xbox One Slim does. Hmm. Um, hmm. Like it doesn't play 4K Blu-ray, which is strange, but it does do a bunch of the other 4K output. And does the VR output. work on all of those? Just on the PlayStation, yeah. Okay. And then next year you got the Xbox Scorpio or whatever they'll end up being called. Yeah, and yeah. that's kind of more like, that's essentially their PlayStation 4 Pro competitor, but it's right. way more powerful. It's kind of being sold like it's a brand new mm-hmm. console generation. That's going to be like three, 400? No, what was they it? haven't announced. Okay. And Xbox the aren't delving probably... into VR at all. They, they're doing a lot with augmented reality. They have mm-hmm. HoloLens, uh, which we'll talk about another time. Um, but the rumor is like, they've done some interesting deals with like uh, people who are involved with Oculus and Vive and stuff. So very, mm-hmm. I have no doubt that the Scorpio will have something to do with VR. And that's definitely something we'll be talking about in a little bit in okay. terms of retrofitting useless hardware mm-hmm. for future-proof stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. But Nate, your first impressions with VR. Well, my Where original... Where did you come from? And, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I originally thought that um, it would be kind of like a passing fad because I thought the headsets would be like uncomfortable and like you're isolated in that experience and playing it i enjoyed it a lot but i think i still believe the same um just because i played like three hours of it Mm -hmm. and i'm like feel so overwhelmed and exhausted by it that i like couldn't imagine going back and going further okay um there were some games that i felt like I really like loved and like it was like very clever how they used the VR because you know you're like surprised you look one way and you look another way I'm talking about that scene in Batman where you're in like the little room you're in the cell like you're looking at him and he's like the Joker oh, did you like, get right all the way to that Fuck yeah no, nice. and the Joker's like get closer what's and- the spoiler thing for this Podcast. Yeah, we're fine. I mean, these are all experiences. There's yeah, no narrative here, yeah, so yeah, I don't really think like Batman's the only one with any narrative. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, like we'll stay away from anything that's so, too like. You know. But it's an important story for me because I think this was the point where I was like, oh, this could actually really be something. Like VR could really be something fucking amazing. So there's a scene you're like walking up to this. You're in like an insane asylum and you're like walking up to this prison mm-hmm. and you like pull the latch down and it's like the Joker's face and you're like, oh, it's the Joker. <laughs> and then he's like, come here. Like, I want to say something to you or whatever. So it's like you have to like lean physically, like lean in. You put your head up close to the Joker and then it's like nothing happens. And you're like, what? What's going on? Then you like turn around and then like you're the one in the cell and you like look, you're like looking around this cell and. There's like a mirror and you're seeing like a reflection, but you're Batman. And then like, they do a lot of really clever things where Mm -hmm. it's like where you're looking, like things will change where you're you're not looking. And um, I was like, oh, that's an amazing use of of VR. Which led to my next thought, which is that like, is it more than just like 
the simple tricks that you can use Mm -hmm. with it. Like beyond like those little subtle things that you can do and those clever little things. Like I was really looking to that flight simulator game to be like, okay, this is going to be like a really like tactile, awesome. Like I'm going to be really feeling like I'm controlling the spaceship. But then I just got super fucking nauseous. Okay. That was disoriented and then like Mm. super frustrated and just like, fuck this. Like, okay. Um, well, that's an important thing to say is like, yeah, and we'll go around like, as we go for the games, which ones gave us nausea and stuff like that. Yeah. But okay. Okay. That was so you're not entirely convinced yet, but you see some potential hope and some things like, you can do. I see it as like this like novelty, yeah. like this really cool novelty, but I don't see it like competing at the scale of like traditional games or movies. Okay. Or theater. Definitely not. Even from your single experience, and then I guess you watched uh, Nate do the kitchen. How do you feel? I, I mean, just so many different things, actually, because it just was extraordinary. I found it to be truly extraordinary and such an active experience. And that's where I think you're absolutely right, Nathan. I don't think it's going to become anywhere near the same type of experience that you get with theatre or actually any other medium. But it is something so unique. And to actually have the experience of doing it is sort of mind-blowing, really, because I just found it so, obviously, so virtual and so present it was wonderful um and terrifying and obviously i'm sort of um you know easily scared and and kind of enjoy that actually i'm i'm kind of um up for a good scare uh, so i was underwater and i didn't get that you know you're sort of speaking about being nauseous and all the different sort of physical reactions you can have um and i suppose i, I sort of had to remind myself you know where i was a lot because that's it you're just transported and and what you think is real you know as you go further into a game could easily just change but i i wonder i think it actually could be the future and in the same way that when i was a teenager playing nintendo 64 and thought wow this is the best it's ever gonna be Mm. (laughs) and completely loved it to pieces that moved on and that changed and it's sort of sad in a way because I still love that games console and I still remember having to you know stick the little gray things in and blow them when they got too dusty and then put them back on and you know know, it's just the whole thing having to having to go through that experience but now it's yeah it's just I think it could be the next best thing and also it being so expensive now surely that's just because it's it's new i mean it's mm-hmm. once it becomes 10 times more accessible yeah. 100 times more accessible it's probably going to be the thing that everyone is yeah so to clarify psvr is still by far and away the cheapest of the vr units the oculus and the vive they can all scale up to 800 and you need like a pc that's over a thousand dollars like so you're talking about nearly two thousand dollars basically mm-hmm. worth just of, not i mean no for most people yeah, that's not incredible. possible they do offer way higher resolution um they offer more complicated movements you can do with multiple cameras or divide and stuff but that's a you know a different thing and we haven't really experienced that properly mm-hmm. so i don't have to speak about that so it's kind of good to know this is the most base like crap perversion really of like extensive vr you can have like mm-hmm. it's proper mm-hmm. vr if this is the um, if this is the base as well i mean that's just incredible yeah so for Mm. me like just talking about the price of the unit i think it's completely reasonable anyone being upset about the price of the unit i think is crazy because it is a new piece of hardware Mm -hmm. it's like everything in entertainment you know is a luxury item all Mm -hmm. consoles you don't need a console Mm -hmm. you don't need a new 4k blu-ray player they're luxury items and this is a luxury item and it's the first Mm -hmm. of of its kind coming to console um 
and I think the price point's great. Like I think six hundred for all the stuff that you're getting is perfectly acceptable. We can mm-hmm. get into the prices of the games in a moment because I have more of a problem with that, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, like yeah, coming from someone who honestly wasn't that excited about it, I knew I was going to get it to try it out. I wanted us to be able to talk about it constantly mm-hmm. as stuff happens. So it's part of our job to like get the stuff and try it out and things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was genuinely so ready to just plug it in, try it for a couple of hours go yep reaffirming all my thoughts i feel like this is a fad and it's not going to go anywhere and i don't really care um and i'm really happy to like completely eat um yeah to be completely humble and just to go back on everything i've been saying but not to do with movies um and that's been proven to me through the games so for me the games the first thing i did was put in psvr world's experience which i think all of us did that was mm-hmm. kind of our first thing and you're just in this big chamber and these lights come in and light the room up gradually bit by bit and then there are like bullets falling from the sky and different things to do with the yes. games like mm-hmm. interacting around you and the sounds i was fucking blown away like i was immediately like this is magical <laughs> i just mm-hmm. want to sit in this little chamber and look mm-hmm. around and then there's these orbs and depending on which game you're playing they change contextually and you can kind of interact with them sorry Tom. interact <laughs> with them with your pad Sorry about that. That's an edit point. Good. Uh, you can interact <laughs> with them with your pad. And and I just loved it. I was just like, I'm just happy just doing this. And I was just interacting with my pad with stuff and just looking around. And I was like, this is really peaceful and nice. To clarify, I was on my own in the house. I had to lock every single door and text my girlfriend to say, you ring me before you come back. Because you, yeah. really you feel very vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. vulnerable and, yeah. Um, Absolutely. It's, yeah, it's very strange. And it's all to do with the sound. And that's something we definitely learn quickly. It's like, yep. if you take your headphones off, you feel fine. Because you can be in it and talk to people. And for some of the more communal games, we'll find doing that. Mm-hmm. It's actually better. Take off your headphones, just turn up volume on TV or whatever you're playing on, chat to your friends, pass the headset back and forth and stuff. But when you're playing an experience thing, yeah, you want to put on those headphones and that's when you are truly enveloped, like in a different world. Um, that, yeah, can be terrifying. It can be peaceful. It can be whatever. Um, you did keep asking me as well, are the, is the sound turned up? Because there were a couple of times when I got scared and sort of called out to someone and I could hear you when you were speaking. But actually, right. I understand now what you what you mean. And I, I was glad that actually the, it's just You want to be cut off. Completely from in this people, world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we were talking about how people must have reacted when the first TV came out. Exactly. You know, and we talked about that because it's kind of probably similar. And, you know, people want thinking this is just a gimmick yeah some people thought it's just a gimmick some people were scared by it some people were amused by it and i do feel something similar to that more so than 3d glasses for example definitely but there's there's that there's that yeah the famous story what's the film with the train the first like train coming to and people in the cinema panicked oh yeah because they thought the train was going to come out it was the the first movie with with sound right is that right might have been yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that might have been yeah, yeah. Um, and people were terrified in the movie theater because they thought the train was going to come out and kill them and you kind of feel like that you feel that dumb you feel like yeah. I'm really convinced by what's happening and I'm terrified and you know about the next generation and the one after that this will just be normal and obviously yeah. it'll be way more realistic by then mm-hmm. anyway but like it won't be scary and it won't be and you probably won't feel nausea because we'll have been able to evolve to separate you know the different movements and stuff from what we're doing um, but I, I, yeah I was completely blown away from it from a game perspective in that it makes sense for me with games and it doesn't mean it makes sense with all games um and you know let's start running through them but with movies it still didn't work for me with movies like it still doesn't make sense for me with movies as something you watch some movies on vr well this is the thing to clarify this is the thing so at the moment if you make movies in vr you make it by taking lots of images and then you stitch them together into an orb around you and you're basically like you're wearing a helmet 
mm-hmm. with these pictures basically yes. sellotaped around you. That's kind of basically what it is. And you look around and everything's slightly warped. And it's like being in Google, you know, when you look around and, mm-hmm. or on a website. And, you know. mm-hmm. um, and it's not immersive for me. And I haven't enjoyed any experience I've had with that. This is like getting away from just the narrative problems that you have with how do you tell a story. Yeah. You know? um, so that's an immediate problem. They're trying to work on technology now where it works like Connect, where you're sending out thousands of little dots everywhere. So then it can actually film depth in things. Mm-hmm. So it's trying to get more to where games already are at, obviously with VR, where there's depth and there's a world around you. And that to me is interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, that is interesting. And it's just not there yet. So when it gets there, I'll be a bit more interested. Mm-hmm. But it's still not telling me a story the way I necessarily want it to be told. It's just a different... With some of mm. the games, it felt like you're watching something in 3D. Exactly. Although it's not, but it felt like 3D. Because there's a real 3D experience to it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so with the short game f- films, there's like one in particular up on PSVR. You can download for free. If you have a PSVR, definitely do it. It's called Alumet. Um, but the thing is, here's the key. It's animated. Mm. Um, so it's a CGI sort of pixar little thing. And it's absolutely wonderful. And oh, I we had wow. put off playing it because I was like, I'm not that interested. <laughs> and I did it last night just before I went to bed. I was blown away and I was like, gave the headset to Katie. I was like, you have to see how this feels. And it's basically like you're in the clouds and there's all these like floating ships and towns and it's beautiful. And there's this little character just walking around a bridge crying and she sits down and she starts like going into a suitcase. And there's a VR experience you can look under the bridge and see what's um, like where she's come from and what happened and get different bits of the story like you're talking about with immersive theater. Mm-hmm. It's that kind of thing. You can walk around this place and like look at stuff and you can't interact with it, but you can just, you know, tell the story how you want to tell the story, ignore certain elements, you know, and see what happened before, what's going to happen next and stuff like see something coming in in the distance. You can walk over to that and see what's happening there. Mm-hmm. And it's incredible. And, but it's because it's in CGI. It's because it's animated, you know, it's not, if that had been flat in any way or had been video in any way, it wouldn't have worked. Like it's, it's because you're like, you're still in a video game. Mm-hmm. Essentially. It's just, it's a passive video game and it's in, happening. And all it did was made me so excited about if they did a Legend of Zelda game, like the old ones where it's more top down mm-hmm. and he's an actual little guy and you're like, there's a little link running mm-hmm. along and you can control him and then like bend down and look around for treasure and like, you know, mm-hmm. interact mm-hmm. a bit with the environment. Um, Another thing is like we found quite quickly that you are less patient when you're yep. wearing a VR because you, have, you haven't got much control. So stories um the way the story gets told needs to change for the vr because it just i think that's one you of just the can't wait for things. long no. and i think that's increasingly with generations as well because you know we're we're second screen experience generation third screen experience mm-hmm. generation like mm-hmm. we need more and more stimulus going on around us all the time which is disappointing but it's yeah, how we are and we're evolving in that way mm-hmm. like we're just our brains it's weird because our brains i think evolutionary are working quicker and quicker and quicker mm-hmm. but it seems like we can handle less mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, at, the same, but time, at the same time it's just very different because when it's on a screen you can be just you know watching your phone exactly or like listening to the music or like you know eating you drinking that's the thing doing a lot of stuff but when you're on vr that's all that's yeah. all you can do you can't eat you can't drink very successfully like you can mm-hmm. but it's a little dangerous yes. you can't yeah talk to your friends look around the room you know check the time check your email yeah any other thing so you're just in it and that's yeah you're exactly right like that was something that was fascinating that i never would have predicted with it was you were playing the london heist thing mm-hmm. which ostensibly if it was just a video game it would be great yeah yeah because it looks really pretty yeah. the story's pretty cool the voice acting's for a game it's good mm-hmm. um 
but it's really drags yeah. yes because you're in talking. Yeah. PSVR and it's like there's no other distractions other than what the story you're being told. I picked up and put down that cigar like a billion times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that's yeah, that's a fascinating thing of like story will have to evolve to either either it's got to be really fucking good so you're mm-hmm. just involved in it the whole time, or it's just got to move quicker yeah. because we're going to become more and more impatient because there's nothing else to distract ourselves with mm. when you're in VR. Um, Surely, as the the sort of technology becomes more sophisticated, that will happen quite naturally as as well, that won't it? I mean, it, or is that not necessarily a sort of given? I would um, have thought that as, as but that's the thing. I don't think it's because I mean, interacting with more stuff, sure. But then, yeah. like, it's to the point where how do they tell the story? Because if you can interact with everything, you can just screw up the story, and you know, like, where does it go from there? You know, mm. they have to like curtail your actions just so narrative can be told to you. And that's a problem video games have always had. How do we give the player freedom yeah. while telling them a story? Yeah, that yeah. they can't yeah. fuck yeah. up, and that's yeah. always the problem with video games. Yeah. Is those two things going hand in hand? And VR just presents more problems for that, really. Mm. Definitely. I'd be interested. Like, I was thinking because like my cell phone kept ringing as I was playing. Like, if it does catch on, like you guys are saying, like it does become like the next color TV or whatever, then like there's got to be a way to like it's got to be augmented somehow. Like yeah. I have to be yeah. able to like pick up my phone and like text someone without yeah. like. Lifting and off granted, it'll be like wireless and maybe like lighter or Something whatever. Something pops but like, up, maybe. Yeah, like yeah. it could like if it integrated more with yeah. other things. But do you like, do you not think it's a good it's a good thing that it's making us actually focus on just one thing and and a hundred percent be present in something? Do you not think as, well, even I as an do, actor that like, that's I, I do as that? like an experience, but like I'm just saying like that I, I think that that's a problem with the technology, like because okay. like when you're watching a movie. It's like you can, you're choosing. You're like a, you're like, you're saying like, yeah, I'm choosing to see this. Mm. But when you're in VR and there's like, and there's like a cut screen mm. and like, you're just watching, like there was a scene in Batman and I was like, fucking looking around, like, come yeah. on. Like, and I couldn't listen because I felt like I yeah. didn't have a choice. Like I was being like dragged through this experience mm-hmm. and like, mm. but I think and it it's will... not communal in any way. It's like, it's like if you're in a theater, it's like you get that. Energy. It's communal yeah, in a different way, though. Okay, that's what I think is interesting. I agree with you. Like, I think, yes, but I think they'll be very. I think they'll split because augmented reality is the thing I've always said I'm more interested in because I don't like being cut off from the world around me like that. Like mm-hmm. I like I'm more interested in things you're interacting. So Hololens, I'm very interested in. But I think the way you tell a story, whether it's a video game or or an augmented story, I don't know how you do that, but it's very different through that from VR. Because yeah, I think you're right as well. Even though the entire mm. point of this is you're immersed. Like that's yeah, the entire yeah, point is you're immersed totally. and you're cut off from the real world. Otherwise, it doesn't really work, mm. which yeah makes a communal problem. But I, I genuinely think like what we came to, we did a lot with a lot of people in a room and there are a bunch of fun ones. Um, there's some ones that are like Wii U where the person who's in the VR headset uh, has one singular experience and the other people are working against them and you can they can see something different from what you can see on the mm. screen. And that was really, really fun because then you're working together and against each other and you're all in it together. The horror ones are fun because you just, you're in immersed thing and everyone's yeah. kind of like, you know, like taking turns with it. Um, I think it'll just be a different way that you digest that stuff. Mm. Um, but I, I'm a hundred percent like we'll go through the games now. But I'm a hundred percent like as certain as it can be that there is a huge future for this. Like I really am with games. Mm-hmm. Where I'll go with movies, I don't know yet. I really mm-hmm. don't. Uh, but with games, I really do think it's going to be a big future. I don't want it. So I want to make that caveat. I don't <laughs> want it. So the better, like you don't, every you don't time, want it to, you don't want it. No, That's... every time I had this experience and I came across a game I liked, I was really happy. And I was really pissed off because like, I don't want to enjoy this thing because I woke up, I had the opposite from you. I woke up the next morning. I was like, I could play some VR right now. And 
that's I don't want that. I don't want us to all be wearing these fucking helmets. Mm. I don't want to like my eyes right now are a bit fuzzy because you're looking at screens right here. There's yeah. no possible way it doesn't screw up your eyeballs. Like there's no way. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to mess up my eyes. Like I spent most of my life trying not to mess up my eyes, considering mm. how many screens we have to look at anyway. Yeah. Yes. I don't like yeah like the nausea i went to bed last night feeling a bit more nauseous only one game gave me any nausea but last night i had like an accumulative nausea yeah i think um and i felt pretty sick i know yeah like i said i think we'll evolve that out but probably not in my generation i probably won't evolve that out i don't know man i don't know that we will no i think definitely no i think definitely like you just get used to this stuff i would argue Mm. that just purely to do with feeling nauseous I think it's very much to do with how the game is made as well, how the game is designed. Yes. So it's not just about you evolving yeah. they as a human being. <laughs> it's also like the, it's game the product that gets yeah, yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's get to that. Because yeah. here's the important thing. We've got a lot of games. And there's a reason you got it because a lot of people are just playing around and to massively varying degrees of success yep. in how they're Massive. approaching control. Uh, most of them are you're in one simple stagnant standing position or seated position because that's the easiest way mm-hmm. to do it if you're not moving you probably won't feel sick mm-hmm. you just mm-hmm. all you gotta do is look around and then interact and that's kind of it which makes perfect sense um but then how do you transition that over to regular video games yeah okay so we're gonna go through so, the list this isn't in any particular order okay so we've got super hypercube or one word for some bizarre reason hmm. uh 29.99 um it's the one that does the shapes it's like the- tetris in 3d yeah, yeah basically um and it's can this is a game that can only be played in vr because you have to look around your shape your shape basically every time you it's hard to explain there's a board coming towards you through space and like a tron sort of world and it has a hole shape in it so let's just say it's like a t uh-huh. and you have a for 3d tesla. cube that's a t for tesla <laughs> and tanro <laughs> and tenacious Oh. Um, and you want to line that up by rotating it to go through like a kid's toy like you put yeah. that block through that yeah it's hole. just yes. like the kid's toy yeah, 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 yeah. yeah every time you go through yeah. one another little cube <laughs> attaches to your shape which oh. makes it more weirdly amalgamous and yeah. strange and then you get another shape and you've got to fit it through that so you've got to rotate it and find yeah. how can you fit it through that but you can't by looking at it straight you can't see the hole because your block's in the way so you have to peer around your block to see what shape is that you've got to peer around it to see what's coming up next gotcha. and stuff um, and it could really only be played in VR. It's one of the highest rated games at the moment um, from critics. And I fucking love this game. Yeah, cool. I wasn't blown away by it. But for th- $29.99, yeah, I, I think it's worth it. I think it's really yeah. like, it's a puzzle game, you know? So it's not going to be... Feels a bit like brain yeah. training. Yeah, mm. sort of. it, yeah, it can be. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those games like you don't use this one really to show off to people. Look how like cool the world can yeah. be because it's very it is simple. Bit one trick pony, and that's what I'm not too sold on. But, but of course, but it's like you either like it or you don't. Like it's like yeah. Tetris is the one trick pony. That's yeah. true. But there's a reason okay. why it's still the biggest yeah. selling yeah. game yeah. of all time. Yeah, it's yes, just because that simplicity yeah. can really work. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's a really elegant <laughs> and a so smart use in that. Tetris gives me anxiety. Fucking shapes. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so true. Yeah, like in no yeah. way, it, it, there was nothing janky about this. It was silky smooth, very true, elegant, true. Um, very well designed. Which is like to be praised because yeah, there there's a lot of janky plenty experience. of janky mo- uh, mo- not movie games. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, however, I actually think it's way too expensive though. For me, $30 for a puzzle game mm. like, is crazy. Um, mm. Like I think it should be like a $15, $20 max experience. Yeah. yeah. Even though I think it's one of the best. Uh, then we got Batman Arkham VR, um, only I 20 bucks. It. Okay, so that's the thing. Like, that's 20 bucks, and the 
Tetris is 30 bucks. Like, that cannot be right. Yep. Like... No, I agree. Yeah. Um, this game had the best reaction from Tamra. It was fucking brilliant. He played it first mm-hmm. and he was just like screaming. He was like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> like every time we got into a new place, like, because you dress up as Batman to begin with and yeah. you put on the suit and then you look in the mirror and you're like, I am Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to yeah. reach for your utility belt yeah. to like use your it's things. It's super, yeah. It's, it's a super great. funny. It was yeah. really fucking it's funny. It's really exciting. Yeah, it's a cool game. It looks gorgeous. It's by far the prettiest game. Yeah, it's VR. not just about being the Batman, it's the environment, like how detailed and beautiful and cool everything yeah. looks. Yeah. And they did such a good job with the hands too. That oh, was my do. favorite part yeah, of the game. Yeah, it's true. like you have like these two hands yeah. and like they rotate. So <laughs> they have wrists. And they grab things. So in like VR, like, you like use little like things. You just like mix, you can mix the little medical thing. What do they yeah. call those spinner things? You For really, no reason. You guys are really making me want, want to play this it's game. Really I have cool. to say, you're selling it to And what's, fa- what's fascinating about it is that it's like it's clearly a, cool a first idea experience for them because they're trying out loads of things they try like time manipulation in it they try out it's about being batman as a detective rather than as a fighter which is great yeah and you're at crime scenes and you're using like forensic things to try and put together what happened essentially in this story and there's lots of missed opportunities i think how to like tie the narrative together they didn't have faith that they could put you for instance in a vehicle in motion in vr right which would have been fine (laughs) right um, but they're worried they're going to make you sick, so they're trying to yeah, keep it like simple. Well, as soon as you get into like this epic back, black, yeah. oh god, Batmobile, <laughs> it just goes like black. And you're yeah, like, it just yeah. goes back. You hear the noise. But then you're in a room, and they have like six points you can stand in, and you press a button, and you kind of teleport to those points because mm-hmm. they don't want you walking around. And there's things like this which are okay. like, okay, you haven't worked it out. Yeah. Yet. Yes, but what's most amazing about this game, which is different from the from the others, is that it's very sensitive towards your body movement that's true you can't walk like half a step forward half a step back left to right you can do you that. can dance yes and uh, they can get it dancing. which doesn't always happen in yeah other movies that no games. i games. keep saying movies games yeah so it's very sensitive it's like you feel quite real yep. yeah because when you shift your weight the batman shifts the weight yeah as yeah well. it's it's made very very it's really well. cool um, Rock said, "No, I don't." Play it. I'm, l- I'm there. It I'm made there. me jump once, actually, quite a lot. When yeah. you're in the cage, oh yeah, yeah, that made me jump. Um, highly, highly recommend Batman. Yes, okay. highly, highly. Uh, then there's Until Dawn: Rush of Blood, which is twenty dollars. This is a completely pointless spin-off of the very good uh, game Until Dawn. Oh yeah, that one. Um, it's essentially like a arcade shooter. You're on a roller coaster, a bunch of different roller coasters, and you're basically just doing a light gun game, like House of the Dead or Time mm-hmm. Crisis or whatever. Um, it's fine. Yeah. It's nice and it's simple. The graphics aren't great, but you're on a roller coaster and it's simple and you're shooting stuff. At the moment, they don't have new gun peripherals out, but they're about to come out. And then you can place, just holding up to the camera right now, the move controllers into the gun peripherals, um, which would then more make these games feel much better. Because yeah. at the moment, you're just like doing this and you feel a bit dumb. Because mm. otherwise, you look really cool with the helmet on at these things. <laughs> <laughs> you looked a little bit like you were directing traffic there. Just yeah. red, or planes. Yes. You know. I think the remotes are oddly sexual. I just you see what you want to see yeah see what you want to see Nate they're very cucumber shaped what kind of cucumbers are you (laughs) (laughs) where can my cucumbers at the farmer's market (laughs) oh heirloom cucumbers yeah Yeah. (laughs) um yeah actually just very quickly sorry not to get off the game too much but I didn't want I I mentioned using like retroactively fitting old 
useless hardware. Mm-hmm. And that's what I ha- you have to praise PlayStation for doing. Because <laughs> they brought out, they spent millions <laughs> developing these things for the last generation, the Move controllers, and no one gave a shit. Because <laughs> they just didn't really work and they weren't great. Yeah. Oh. And the same with the PlayStation Eye camera. And what did they do? They found a fucking way to sell all their old stock. That's literally what they really? did. Amazing. They found a way of like, let's invest in, in VR and we can find a way that we can sell all their old stuff. And these weren't designed for VR. But they mm. found a way for them to work perfectly with VR. Wow. Um, so God bless them. That's and where that's interesting is with Microsoft, they spent all of their millions or billions even uh, making Connect, uh-huh. which is, you know, the completely hands-free thing yeah. where it's sending out the dots and it can tell all of your movements. In, they are 100% doing something right now to rent because no one gave a shit about Connect. Yeah. They need to move that stock and like pull back on that investment. What VR without these things? Totally. Do you have to be able to know every movement you do? Like that's obviously the next step. So I 100% think Xbox Scorpio will have something to do with Connect, where it's like you don't you, all you need is a headset and you can it will tell everything you're doing. That would be cool. Um, the next uh, game is Job Simulator, which is thirty dollars. Um, this is you're playing robots in the future have basically try to recreate human civilization through artifacts they found and they don't understand all the information. So for instance, there's four different places you can play in a garage, being a mechanic, you can play in an office. Uh, at a desk job you can be a cook and you can be a convenience store um, and you basically are in one position robots come in try and act like people used to act and you have to kind of do all the transactions or do whatever your job is you can interact with the most amount of things i think in any vr game at the mm-hmm. moment. like you can play with so much stuff around you um and it's got some really funny writing in it as well like for instance if you when you need to burn a disc they mm-hmm. don't understand what burner disc is, so they, you have to put it in the toaster to pass like that test and stuff to Ew. burn the discs and things. Nate, <laughs> um, you played some of this. What were you playing in Job Simulator? I did uh, the office one and the, the the kitchen the kitchen one. It was fun. It's like you get uh, like I was saying. It's like there's tons of stuff. So like, and you have these two controllers, which are like these big white hand like glove cartoon hands. Mm-hmm. So it's fun because you're just like picking shit up and like throwing it in the yeah. office and you're like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I like hit the stapler like 500 times. Like, ah. Nathan okay. in his it's natural good, habitat. Woo! <laughs> 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 like Katie hadn't played any VR until like late last night when everyone left and she played, she played something and then she went straight into Job Simulator and she spent like two hours in it. And she found a photocopier and, I was, and she was photocopying paper and I said, put. There's like a little tennis ball with a smiley face on it. Uh-huh. It's like, put that put that in a photocopier, like the orb. Yeah. And she puts it in. Of course, it photocopies and an actual tennis ball comes out again. Right. And I left her for a minute to go to the restroom, come back, and she's just filled her office desk with 50 tennis balls. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you put your hand in. Oh, really? It's a hand. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fucking. Yeah, I, I love Job Simulator. I had tons of fun. It's for me, like, the most fun experience in VR. Like, Batman's the most immersive and, you know, shows the depth that you could do yeah but job simulators for me the one i'll go back to the most in terms of just goofing around playing with all the different things like yeah fun with it. for sure you like job simulator Tamara? again it, it's a freedom i think yeah like you get so much freedom like yeah you think of something and you can actually make it happen which is a great thing to feel it's just a little play yeah, yeah like cool. you get really you feel stuck when you don't have the freedom like there was one game that was really bad and you felt really stuck right mm-hmm. like, we'll get to it yeah so yes job simulator freedom yeah one of my absolute wins. favorites <laughs> 30 dollars for me like that one's fair because it's an extensive game there's a, quite a lot going on in it um 
it's a playroom VR. That's for free, and that's one we're talking about before, where it's a lot of dumb games. It's based off the old playroom one that was just using the camera, and essentially it's just lots of multiplayer games, which couch co-op, which is kind of fun. So someone has a like, for instance, uh, someone can have the helmet on, and they're a cat, and everyone else is controlling mice, and the mice are trying to steal cheese. And the cat, when it leans its head forward, is like coming out of these curtains. Mm-hmm. And if it comes out when you're still moving, it will grab you and pull you in. And gotcha. you're basically trying to move when it's not moving. You know, it's just like simple kids games. It's like a party trick game or something. Exactly. Yeah. It's just a party game, but they're really fun. They're a lot cool. of fun, even I, though they're completely janky. I love it. It's it's great. And uh, what's revolutionary re- revolutional? Yep. about this is that when you have your VR on, you feel isolated and a bit lonely and you feel like okay i'm the only one who can enjoy this but in this game you can yeah play with your friends and uh it's really fun and there's ones where you're working together as well yeah plus it's the first time and the only time we've noticed that the vr headset has a microphone in it somewhere yes because when you are like when you're the cat or there's a dinosaur one anything you say in it anything you say in it it does. It repeats. It, does, it, repeats. it makes it, it in makes this really high pitched, high ridiculous pitch voice wow. for the TV. That's TV. awesome. And it's and it's so dumb, dumb, but it's so but funny. It's so funny. So so, so funny. And, it's, and I'm getting a sample of it right now. <laughs> yeah, that's what most of it is. Is that noise? Yeah. Um, Bethany was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. That's awesome. Um, and that one's free. So if you have PSVR, definitely get yeah, a play. Yeah, highly right recommended. Highly, highly, highly. There's Res Infinite, uh, which is a classic game that people love. It was one of the first rhythm action kind of shooter games. Uh, it's $30. A lot of reviewers are giving this a very, very high score. It's hard not to because it's a classic, wonderful game. I think there are, I think Super Hypercube does a better job of this for mm-hmm. me. Um, and another game we're going to get to later. It's the same. Like, it is one trick pony as well, you know. Yeah. And it's weirdly the same price. Yeah. So, which one would you choose? You said I would sorry. definitely do Super Hypercube. Super Hypercube. You either okay. like Res or you don't. I used to like it a lot, but I played it a lot as well. Yeah, okay. Like, 15 years ago mm-hmm. was a long time ago 10 years ago um then there's vr world so this is the big one that you should get bundled if you're getting a 600 dollars pack you'll get vr worlds in there otherwise it's going to cost you 40 dollars yeah. in there you got vr luge which is essentially you're on a luge and you're just like pummeling <laughs> down roads uh breakneck pace which is kind of fun but the problem is you need to be lying on your back to feel like you're on a luge unless you mm. have a massive living room and you can do that it's difficult to kind of set up because yep. you're going to be sitting while doing this, which doesn't make sense. But the VR makes you feel a bit weird. What also makes you feel weird is you move your body because that's how you'd move a luge, but it can't register your body movement. It can only register your head movement. Mm-hmm. So unless you're moving your head with your body, as I'm mm-hmm. demonstrating really helpfully right now, <laughs> this is how you move your head oh. with your body. Oh, gotcha. Uh, unless you're doing that, it won't register your movements. I see. So there's a weird disconnect and it did make me feel a bit nauseous. Gotcha. Ocean Descent, which I would recommend as the first thing anyone tries with PSVR because it's just looking around. It's very pretty, and then a shark attack later on, so it gets you ready for how spooky it can be, yep. and also how just the wonder of looking around a virtual world. Yeah. Uh, the London Heist, which we talked a little bit about before. For me, it does a lot of the stuff Batman does, but not as good. No. Yeah. I got super frustrated with that game. How was it when you were shooting? Like It, it was so weird, because it was you? like, I would shoot, but then it would like... I don't know how to describe it, but it would like shoot from somewhere else. Yeah, it's glitchy, I think. Yeah, and like that's the case for all of those four movies, five four movies. Games, Uh, games. Ah, stop it, (laughs) Tanro. Four five games, um, VR worlds can offer. You know, it's just a little bit like. Yeah, they're all offering experiences that are fine. I think if you're not buying other games, but Mm. you can have better experiences. Like so, like the next game is Danger Ball, which is basically Pong. Um, in VR and again yep. you could just buy Super Hypercube or something yep. else you know, yep. there are much yep. better versions but you're going to get it bundled in definitely do Ocean Descent 
Yeah. And like I said, enjoy the opening chamber. Cause I, I would know. definitely not pay $40 for this one. No. Like, yeah. No. Oh, and then you've got Scavenger's Odyssey, which is a shooting game. This one's important because it's one we can actually be moving. It's like playing Halo. You're moving your character mm-hmm. while looking around shooting. Hmm. It's a good example of if you're going to feel sick or not. Tamra played yes, this for I, a while. I felt so sick afterwards uh, because it does some odd movements. Like the game itself is kind of fun, but the movement is just so bad. Like it's... And that's something else we're talking about. It's like, if they're going to make something for VR, if they make a hell of a VR, you have to take some things into consideration. Like Mm. having small corridors aren't going to work anymore because you feel way too claustrophobic and weird and disorientated. This game is stupid. Not only did it let you control your movement, which is dangerous to do with VR because you can feel nauseous. Uh I felt fine to begin with, but then I saw you get to a bit where you jump and you yep. can land on walls and then on the ceiling yep. and then you're upside down and then you're like, why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> Such a bad idea. Well, that's like- well, it's okay to move 360 because I had that with Eve and that was okay. But like, it's just the, just the fact that it's just so, yeah, glitchy. Well, okay. <laughs> it yeah. just doesn't work. It's got to be silky smooth. Yeah. Um, the kitchen demo. So this has turned out to be Resident Evil 7. Mm. Uh, Nate's played this. I played this. Tamara refused to because he's a smart man. Um, Alison played it Alex played it Bethany played it Yeah It's one that once you know What's coming It's not that scary anymore No Uh, Nate How do you find the kitchen? Um, Yeah I mean it was I I got It made me jump Um, And then it got To the point where It was a bit silly I kind of I don't know Okay I was like I wasn't like totally scared Like when you can like see her face really well, right, 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 and like you can't get up, so you know it's kind of like a forced experience. No? A forced experience, like that's yes, the kind of thing yes. I kept thinking, like, oh, I could just get up and run away, but I'm not. So like, let's see what happens. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> I'll just sit here and wait. <laughs> yeah, um, but, um, it was definitely scary. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, c- I couldn't point, get through it like, the first time at all. Like Allison, we got a great video of her getting to the bit. Um, actually I don't want to do spoilers for that because it's such a short experience yeah. but getting to one of the biggest scares towards the end and she did she just like screened and threw the helmet off her face <laughs> yeah. like, nope yeah. uh, Bethany was all like I want to do this I want to play it and then she put it on and the second it starts and you're just in that room she's like I don't I don't want to do this I don't want to do this anymore <laughs> and she was just freaking out I Alex mean, was doing pretty badly as well amazing thing about this VR is it's quite entertaining to watch people oh it's so much fun <laughs> yeah, like, it is actually. like that's a must try that was a weird yeah. thing though I've always been with VR is like the horror stuff I'm like nope like, I love horror films but no fucking way don't want to put myself in that environment it's yeah. so horrible but pretty soon we're realizing particularly with the groups like we just want more horror things because yeah. it's so much fun seeing yeah. people try stuff yeah. and like egg each other on I have to say Nathan in terms of you know physical the physical movements these guys have described yours you were very modest yeah, you did a bit of you did a bit of turning to left and right to like where is you know it <laughs> and then you just you just you sort of were relaxed i was quite impressed well, I'm, I, you know, I played for like four hours today, so I got oh, some like exhausted. look around fatigue. Yeah, I was yeah. like, if it's happening behind What's... me, then I'm just not going to fucking see yeah. it. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's it. It's game over. I That's what up. Alex, Alex was just sitting in the sofa and he's like, nope, I'm not turning around. You want me to turn around? I'm not fucking turn around. You just sat there like looking so forward. Pretty. But you yeah. learn a lot about people like Allison, even in the shark tank one, as soon as the shark turned up, she's like, oh, there's a shark. You're going to, no, don't be a mean shark. Don't be a mean <laughs> shark. And then it came at her and she just like looked down and was like if i don't look at it it's not there so she was just like in this position for ages and the opposite and she did the same with the kitchen just like nope just not gonna look at you i guess actually but nathan you play kitchen after playing vr for several hours 
Yeah. Most of us who played catching were one of the first first and ones or like yeah. Oh my goodness, Which that's extraordinary. Should make such some difference in terms of how yeah. much scared you are. Because when I played kitchen early on, I couldn't get through it. When yeah. I played it later, I was kind of numb to the fact, oh, I know I'm in VR, nothing's real. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So then I was just kind of, yeah. all right, whatever. Yeah. Like, it's just a screen on a cat. And I still jumped a little bit at the end, but it wasn't like, yeah, yeah terrified. And I think there's definitely a point where you get that disconnect. And like I said, I think that's just something we'll get used to. They won't, you won't be conned so much. I mean, very what quickly. you can really mm. capture with VR is the feeling of something coming towards you. Yeah. Like you can't, like, get that depth when you're not able to like look at a different dirt you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. uh then we have drive club vr this is 40 dollars. this is obviously the vr spinoff of the ps playstation uh what's the word i'm looking for um exclusive uh driving game drive club uh famously some of the most beautiful well one of the most beautiful games made uh, unfortunately everything is downgraded for vr because yeah. you've mm. got to fit it into two eyeballs um so yeah, it doesn't look that great to be honest. But this was one of those games that for me, it was one of those things where it really convinced me of VR because I was like, this is where it makes not just perfect sense, but it makes the game better. This entire genre of driving games, which I don't really play, but like the genre is better because of VR because instead mm. of pressing a button to like look behind you or look in your rearview mirror, you just glance. If you're passing people, like you can just immediately see. You just check in your rearview mirror and you can like block people because you know where they're trying to get around you and stuff. And it's like everything about this genre will be improved because of VR. And there weren't many genres. Most of the genres is like you're trying to shoehorn VR in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that was one was like, to me, this makes perfect sense. But it's only, you're only playing from that first person POV yeah, which so is like which you, inside the car which you commonly wouldn't do if you were actually in a driving game right? it's like one of the worst POVs to be in because it's like yeah you can't actually get a perspective yeah it's way harder on, yeah. to see what's going on unless here. you stand up in the car <laughs> yes and then which you realize you have, you have an open sunroof yeah and okay. I was just playing <laughs> and I just like stood up see what happens and you're out of you're out of the top Are of your you car serious? and you're just like driving <laughs> that is fantastic it's fucking brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> so I presume if you do that and you take like three steps backwards you could probably see your car yeah <laughs> that is so somebody clearly was like we're going to need a sunroof and yeah. other possibilities here <laughs> Uh, that one's $40, quite expensive for what it is. but I mean, I think people are disappointed because it looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you want it to be nicely pixelated. Right, 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 right. right. But the resolution is just really bad. So you want it to be good, but it's not. And yeah, you want to look around and oh, look from. at the sun setting yeah. of the lake and stuff and all these beautiful moments, but they're not quite. No. Yeah, not quite yeah. Right. But that's why the next consoles will be the proof because yes. they'll have more power. Gotcha. More teraflops. Yep. More f- one of our favorite ones. <laughs> <laughs> Giggly. That's bites. what these new consoles are powered by, teraflops. No one teraflops. knows what the fuck it means. Just the most ridiculous word ever invented. <laughs> Um, I, I'm enjoying it. Uh, <laughs> all right, e. let's blast through these. Then we've got Eve Valkyrie. This oh, is one of the two that. most expensive games, sixty dollars. So we're talking full mm. retail, obviously based off of the massive PC uh, Sorry, games. Eve, which two are you talking about again? Oh, there's the, another one at sixty dollars somewhere. Oh, the driving one. What's right? it called that again? Eve Valkyrie. Eve Valkyrie. Oh, it's Eve. part of the Eve games. Yeah. Okay. Essentially, this is what you play right now if you like Star Wars and you want to be in an ah. X-wing fighter. And flying around space. It's also one of the few games oh at the moment where you get to control your movement independently. So you get to control your ship, fly around, go upside down, whatever and you you're want. Like looking around while you're. That so it's a good way to find out do you feel sick when you're controlling movement? Yeah. Now, Nate, 
said you did get nauseous with this. So uh, the first like half of play was fine, but then it got to like I was doing like the training course or whatever, and you're supposed to like go through all these rocks. And then like keep looping your ship back to fly through the targets. Did you mm-hmm. do that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, oh, I'm getting feeling sick just thinking about it now. Oh about, no! It was Poor like, thing. oh wow. The rock is fucking moving. You're moving, and you like, if you're inside a rock and you do something stupid and you like lose your direction, it's just like, I don't know. It's, it's, but Nathan, it's a really. How long have you been playing? VR yeah, do you take a break you... before playing? No, I fucking I went too long. I yeah, did like that's one th- thing. like two hours of VR. Also, yeah. have you been on a spaceship? No, one Never of those before. ones. I mean, it will make you nauseous. Okay, it's not easy for these no, fighters. No, actually, I did like yeah. appreciate that. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I could never be a. Uh, You'll never watch Star Wars the same way again. Those poor guys. You just want to cut to that guy in Star Wars now. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> Luke Skywalker is like going through the thing. He's like, oh Jesus. Yes. Uh, uh, Tamara. Like probably does that. No, there's one thing. No, I don't know. No, no. Uh, Tamara, you really. really yeah, I loved it. It's it's a totally new experience because you really feel like you're you are controlling the ship, and uh, it's it's just really cool. Did you get to play Nate the gun battles? Like, did you get to an actual fight? No, that's I think I would have enjoyed. Crazy. Like, yeah, it's absolutely it's crazy. And for me, it didn't make me nauseous because it's very clean. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't get much information because you're in the space. Whereas in the previous one, I got nauseous. I think Drive club. because there was so much on the screen and like so many colors, and there was green and gray and purple and all. Those are all colors. <laughs> like, there's. <laughs> When there's too much info and you're moving around, you just cannot. Interesting. So like catch the black expanse it. of space helps to ground you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I you're, think so. You're, for, you're not your foreground. You're I would go back to yeah. that game. Yeah, yeah. You I should. couldn't get past the fucking flying train. It's, it's way worse. <laughs> in the actual battles, it's way worse, man. Because they're just flying by you and you're just like flipping upside down yeah. to chase them, and t- it's fucking crazy. Yeah. I would um, actually. Th- this is another game I'd love to try. My yeah, Alex, Alex you know, loved this, this game because yeah. he, he well, was he Alex. He's not here. He can talk about it next week. But he was having a ball, like a real ball. He was he kind of the same thing as me. I think Tamara was slightly more up on VR going in, but I was so down on it going in and mm-hmm. turned around and he had the exact same thing. Alex was like, I came in really cynical. I'm going away, fucking loving it. Like this is incredible. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. one really blew him away because he's a big Star Wars fan and he wanted to be in this little spaceship. Aww. It's also weird because you play as a girl by default in it. Yes. So like Why? it's weird when you look down at your body. If you can mind, choose like, male. I got boobs. <laughs> you can. <laughs> yeah. Can you choose a man? Yeah, you can. Oh. And like that's another that thing that doesn't <laughs> work sometimes with certain movies. Like you can see your. They're not movies, Tamara. <laughs> <laughs> every time, every time. You can see your hands or the arms or even yeah. shoulders or legs. But and some games just. That's what I don't really understand. Because loads of them do like the floating hand syndrome. Yeah. Like right, you're Rayman essentially and yeah. you don't have any limbs. But then other ones do the arms. It's like, well, if some of them could do arms, why the fuck can't they all do arms? Because it's so yeah. weird just to have the yeah. floating hands. Yeah, and so, some of them feel weird. I, I, I don't know what it is. Maybe to do with how slim or... I don't know. Sus- I really did not like certain games where I could see my body. Yeah. Some... Uh, 
other games I didn't mind at all. So I don't know what the difference is. Yeah, Batman is. was amazing. Yeah, I was yeah, like, exactly. wow. <laughs> See, I'm watching people's posture. Like, like Alex was playing Batman. Alex was playing Batman when we were watching him and he's just standing so like Batman. He was just like <laughs> yeah. puff out his chest and, <laughs> yeah. and he didn't know he was doing it. He was just like felt empowered. Yeah. Yeah. Totally, yeah. And when he's, he's like, looking around, he's like really slow and just like, you could tell me. Oh my God. The game is so designed to do that though, because it's like, there's a scene where you have to like reach into the suit and like grab the bat logo and then like bat. put it on your yeah. your own chest <laughs> and it, like makes this like epic sound. And you're like, holy shit! I've just put on the bat suit. That is so. Funny. I had a completely so the other. I want to do this one as well. I was just in. I'm picking up clipboards and I'm just like throwing. <laughs> like yeah, this is how I'll be Batman. And then I got the key and I dropped it on the floor and I'm like, fuck! Now I gotta get my torch and I'm just on the floor trying to find the key. <laughs> World's greatest detective. Right? <laughs> Um, all right, then we got Riggs. Riggs is a $50 game. This one's had a lot of ups and downs in uh, how people are previewing it. It's essentially like a, a sporting game. You're in robots and you're in like a sporting field. Uh -huh. um, it's like football or whatever, but with robots uh, battling. Um, I only went through the training. I didn't get to the proper game of this, so I can't judge it properly. Mm. Um, I was liking it enough. I wasn't massively convinced. It made me feel a little bit nauseous. I don't know why. Um, yeah, Tamara hasn't played it. No one else has played this one yet, so that's, mm. that's a lot of it. Uh, Wayward Sky, $20. This is a very different way of doing VR. So this is essentially kind of like what I was saying I wanted earlier with Zelda. You're basically playing a sort of, it looks a bit like it's got some Ghibli um, influences in there. It looks very much like Ghibli movie. Yeah. yeah. It's got a really it's nice... movie. Like, that was right. That was right? correct. That was movie. So this one uh, you just... Games. Movie, you're just saying movie for everything. So eventually... Oh, you got to an actual movie. Oh, it's okay, movie. <laughs> Wait a second. Why are you talking to me, movie? Oh, jeez, <laughs> I'm a person, you fuck. So this one, you're like, you're looking at the world and you have your little character there and you're just playing them like you would a regular game. So it's kind of just like being God and overlooking the world. Uh -huh. um, but then when they get, so it's just like playing a normal game, which is kind of nice because like, oh, I'm not actually in it. I'm just watching them play and I'm playing. It's like being in your TV rather than being in the character. Sure. Um, but then whenever they get to a puzzle, it turns to first person. So then you do the puzzle yourself, like putting wires together or changing mm -hmm. blocks and stuff. Um, it's really cool because it's a very different way of showing here's how a regular proper game will work. Mm -hmm. And it is a proper game. Like it's, you know, there's a narrative and there's puzzles and like it's not just an experience. It's a game game. I mm -hmm. wonder what the logic is though. Like you're the god. Yeah, telling people where to go, but when you get there, you are the one who's Maybe there's it. a twist at the end. It's like God I, keeps possessing I kind of hope that person. there is a sort of good reason for it hmm. yeah I don't I know. then we get on to my me. least fucking favorite vr experience which made me almost violently angry Exciting. is it the same one <laughs> this is called loading human colon chapter one so unfortunately more chapters is that the love story <laughs> one <laughs> chapters coming yeah oh uh, yeah this is 40 dollars. Yeah. i think it's uk only at the moment you can get this uh, one retail um what, what, what's it called again sorry loading human Chapter one. Okay. I say colon every time there's a colon. Okay. It's a running stupid joke with our podcast. Oh, right. Podcasts. Okay. Okay. Because so many things nowadays have fucking colons in them. So I like Starfish to. Starfish like It's not happening. <laughs> um, that won't catch on. What's really annoying about this game is like, it's it's the kind of game I said to Katie, it's like the type of game we would make if we were making our first VR game. <laughs> and we're like, let's make something really cool where it's about depression and this guy's lost his girlfriend and he's all sad <laughs> and he's on a space station and he's playing beautiful indie music in the background and then he's sitting there and watching the sunset over the moon and it's just like drinking whiskey. Mm -hmm. And that's basically what a game is, which sounds great yeah. to me. Yeah. Playing it is a fucking nightmare. Yeah. yeah. Like nothing works in it. Mm -hmm. The control scheme is a nightmare. Like you, you have to like press, you have to like throw the, the move thing 
if you want to like turn around you have to do this <laughs> and then when you want to go somewhere you do this and then you hold this down and you just gradually walk like a zombie like oh, sliding so across weird. the floor oh, and then yeah. if you want to actually rotate you don't do you do this motion and then it rotates you at a random degrees each time like you just phase out and phase back in yeah. standing in different directions oh. i couldn't get anything to work is that is I, that just a complete fault with the technology i mean do they it's a fault with the developers do they know? yeah like it was just awful it's yeah, just a mess of a game bad. way too wow. ambitious yeah yeah and it's a shame because it's like these guys have a nice idea they're just not also, talented yeah. enough it or starts have the money. in the bathroom right yeah i couldn't get out of the bathroom exactly so <laughs> that's like when you don't have the freedom in the bathroom it's yeah. so annoying because you're trying to do certain things and it doesn't work or like you find something you and it's like encouraging you it's encouraging you but to they shave, don't work right but yeah. it doesn't work and that's when you get so frustrated and just oh. i was picking up the toothbrush and just like in the mirror yeah. but the toothbrush is just going through my head <laughs> yeah, exactly. so i'm You're just like, like oh. that i really like the idea of like wearing a vr headset and being trapped in the bathroom i was like <laughs> couldn't get out like a metaphor yeah. couldn't get like, out and yeah. what's annoying it wasn't even like i could walk over and try it out it's like it was fucking it was an ordeal just to try and turn the handle yeah. it was driving me crazy <laughs> so wow funny. highly, yeah. highly don't recommend to like write that into like a something <laughs> this is really funny it's a funny idea um and then that was followed up by a 30 dollar game called the assembly which Another is the same kind one. of thing yeah did it better mm -hmm. like it has a better story did projection it yeah it did. did did definitely um okay um i've written down here in my notes more noble and daring ideas for non-entertaining vr um some interesting storytelling ideas but awful clunky controls and muddled narrative but it was it definitely better than it's horrible it looks like a game from like 90s yeah yeah from mm. Avenue's N64 era <clears throat> a great time Banjo Kazooie oh, no yeah. that was a great game yep you see you can't mock it you can't mock it I'm not I'm not fair enough um, good Gunjack <laughs> uh, is a $10 game Gunjack is actually surprising alright we stayed away from this for a while I don't it's think a, I played this you saw me playing it uh, briefly sorry um it had nice presentations, some solid gameplay, but it's very limited. It's essentially kind of like E-Valkyrie, but you couldn't control your ship's movement. So you're in oh, space, yeah, and so all you can really do is yeah. wherever you look is where you shoot, yeah, which is yeah, kind yeah. of a weird conceit, but there you go. Um, and for a little arcade shooter for $10, actually, I'd yeah, kind of recommend cheap. it. Yeah, it's um, For a shooter. Yeah. Here They Lie is another um, sort of horror game, but in a surrealist world. You start off on, like a, on, a, tube, on a train in a tube. Mm. Lights are going on and off. People suddenly appear around you with bunny masks there's suddenly blood on the walls you then explore this city um it made me feel nauseous mm -hmm. um you can walk around it properly it also starts and you're just looking at a girl's cleavage which is kind of strange yeah and it really challenges your patience oh yeah not with the no what else something girls, about but, but, the know. girls cleavages <laughs> do challenge your patience <laughs> the game itself like it's very slow mm. and uh i think yeah it's just a bit muddled and the problem is, I don't know if they meant to do it, but because of the way the world's designed and it's kind of in black and white, mm. it made me feel really weird. Walking around, it just made me feel unsettled and what was and it? Sick. You said that it was a world you didn't want to I, explore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was a world where it's like, <laughs> here, you can go anywhere you want. I was like, I really don't want to. Just, <laughs> just tell me <laughs> what to do next. That's the point of the game. <laughs> <I'm not laughs> because I feel like I would, I would get to an area of like, oh, I don't want to so wander around it. Like I just want to go VR. where I have to go. So There'll crazy. be a phone ringing and you're meant to find it. It's like, I don't, just bring it. Bring it to me, please. It would make I me could just sick. sit here on the pavement. And have yeah, that would have been ideal. Mm. Um, but some nice ideas. Uh, Headmaster, Tamara, you played yeah, this. Yeah, Headmaster. We talked about this $20. It's, yeah. We thought this was going to be something about schooling. Yep. It is not. Um, you're in prison. <laughs> you are uh, in prison. You are placed in front of a soccer uh, football um, field 
and uh, you need to sort of head bash those balls to get points which sounds what insane could be more comfortable with a vr headset than just rocking your head violently I know, back but forth. surprisingly it's not that bad no and also i quite like the environment and the world and like little ideas and like how it looks it's quite funny as well yeah so like for 20 dollars i'd say yeah it's it's pretty interesting game okay yeah. i didn't play this so i don't know because i looked at you and i was like nope i don't need to be <laughs> doing that i'm good um but yeah you, you seem to really enjoy it yeah. i still think for 20 dollars a lot of these things are like i don't get like tw- i don't know mm. it seems too much to me but 10 would be too cheap for that game like 14.99 maybe for maybe because kind of, yeah. it's like a one deal experience yeah. really it's not like there's much I going on i think so I well, do. the balls get to like blowing up and stuff. And, okay. But, well, yeah. Uh, there's he- uh, Ace Banana. Oh, I love this. You love this. It is so much fun. Ace Banana is a game where you're in like, it looks like an N64 game. This looks like Banjo Kazooie. I would like to like a good one. Yeah. And you have a bow and arrow, and you're using these move controllers like a bow and arrow. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I know. I love that. I uh, love very that. tiring for your arms, but good for your exercise. Unless you're an actual archer. <laughs> yes. Then you're fine. <laughs> and it's just have you tried about bo- bo- like pull an actual modern bow and arrow? Much yes, harder than it looks. Yeah. Much yeah. harder than it looks. Fucking insane! Mm. I was humiliated yeah. once. So <laughs> I, I did archery a bit as a kid, but in those days you used bow and arrow. You know, yeah. you had to go in the woods and whittle your bow and bend it. And wow, mm. I'm very old. Um, and I was at um, a friend's good house. Old days. Yeah, <laughs> good old days, but they just sent children into the woods and say, you if you survive, that. you will do well. Catch your own. Food. That doesn't happen in LA. No. No. Like, um, go to Griffith Park and try not to get eaten by a coyote or a cougar. Yeah. Both or a homeless oh. person. Um, what was my point? Oh, Sorry. Yeah. He gave me, like, so this, and he was this big, muscly guy. Like, mm-hmm. big, really nice guy, but really fucking muscly. And he gave me, he was like, do you want to do some archery? I was like, yeah, I want to do some archery. And my girlfriend and his wife were there. And it's, what do they call them? The tech. My girlfriend and his wife? They're separate people. Okay. <laughs> oh. I actually did that in my head as well. And I was like, let it go. Just let it go. Let it go. So it's Don't like. tell me how to live my life. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, uh, yeah, they add all this equipment to it, right? Like well, it's like ba- this, you know, high like tech. Like for me, it takes away the beauty of archery because it just looks like, you know, a transformer. Like Michael Bay invented yeah. this. Bar- <laughs> it looks yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he gave it to me and he was like, you just pull it back to here and you do this. I'm like, oh yeah, I think I remember, but like, help me guide it through. I couldn't, I couldn't do like a foot with the fucking thing. I was like, I can't do it. And he was like, no, it's cool, man. Just pull it. Just pull it hard. Don't be worried. You won't break it. It's like, I don't fucking worry. I can't fucking do it. <laughs> and they're all like watching me and laughing oh, at me. No. Because of it. And you're looking at him and like, this is, the tension of this is set to you. And you're like, you know, literally he's like, he man, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Mm. Um, and, and he kept just pushing me to do it. And I said to him, look, man. Like I'm humiliated. <laughs> Look at me. I'm a beast. I can't. I can't do this. Aww. So I didn't get to do archery. It was sad. It's just fun. It's cute. It's fun. Ace banana um, or humiliating me. Both. Ace banana. Right. Um, it does get a little bit boring, but it's still fun. Again, a one-trick pony kind of thing, yeah. uh, which isn't bad. Definitely. I'm just saying it does yeah. one thing. Yeah. Fifteen dollars. Yeah, for fifteen dollars. Yeah. Thumper twenty dollars. Um, this is highly rated game as well. Up there with Super Hypercube. It's essentially an endless runner meets rhythm action game, but in a really quite dark, yeah. scary world. It looked the, insane. The score is terrifying. You're this weird metallic bug with like beetle with wings, but you're going just on a runway, hmm. and you have to like hit the buttons in time with the music mm-hmm. to create and like go around the band. It's like high speed roller coaster. Yeah, it's one of those games again, like Res, you know, and games like that. Critics love them. 
because mm. they're finely tuned. They're you know they're doing something incredibly well, but you either like it or you don't. If you don't mm-hmm. like it, mm-hmm. you won't like it. Um, mm. It's not a game for everyone. Um, mm-hmm. I don't normally like this kind of game, but I completely get why it's getting high mm-hmm. high scores. Um, sports bar VR. I got this to work last night. Sports no, bar. Um, yeah, essentially you can do air hockey, you can do pool, you can oh, do darts, you can do like you're in this sort of virtual bar you can wander around you can also just spawn beer bottles on any of the tables i just keep hitting your mic Tamara. i'm sorry i'm sorry you can just form not impressed Wait, Tamara. it did the no, thing oh it did the thing uh yeah you can spawn beer bottles anywhere on any of the tables and it was really bizarre like really really bizarre because like then you can just knock them over and they just shatter into glass on the tables just creating hazards for everybody hmm. wasn't ideal pooling situations um really janky and overcomplicated to like get around the table you have to like point and then teleport to that side of the table mm-hmm. and stuff but when it lines up and you're actually doing like with these pool feels amazing like when actually mm-hmm. you're in the right place and you're hitting it and stuff you lock in you play pool with it feels really cool the connectivity is really cool but you can't you know, again why you wouldn't just go out and monkeys that's true but this is game. this is one of those ones like you're playing headmaster i said you realize we can go outside and i can throw a ball at your head right now <laughs> like, no that would hurt my head i think that i think headmaster after a while will hurt, yeah. well it hurt my neck not head that's true um sports bar yeah i actually really like it but it's too complicated i think the next iteration will work mm. it out mm. but you can just go down the street and play pool in a bar. Yeah, true. Like, you mm. can't do that. That's mm. an option to you. Yeah. Mm. Maybe, but you, to be fair, I can't just put thousands of beer bottles on and the you pool cannot table shoot and smash them, all. smash them all. So it is, you know, it's got a unique, it's unique qualities. Could you imagine, uh, like, Grand Theft Auto VR? It'd be so brutal. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if I, like, there was this YouTube clip very recently that's, like, if Grand Theft Auto was real and there's, this guy who gets really scared by it because it's so violent and brutal. And, uh, hmm. It, I think it would feel like that. It, I don't know. I, I don't think I like it because it feels too real. I think it's inevitable. But yeah, whether, yeah. It's, ethi- <laughs> whether it's ethically <laughs> correct or not. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. is the next one. That's a short film that I was tell you, I'm telling you about, and that's free. So if you have it, definitely download it. Then we didn't get to play these ones. So we're kind of at the end of the ones we got to play. Battlezone, we didn't get to play. That's a $60 remake of the old Atari, one of the first video games ever made with the tanks. Harmonix Music VR, that's $15. Uh, that's meant to be the worst VR experience. Essentially, it just takes your music that you're playing for your console and then it does weird stuff. Hmm. Uh, Invasion, Maybe we downloaded. Sorry to interrupt you. Maybe Sorry. a good beginning. Maybe a good beginning. Maybe if you, for your first experience. Yeah, an introductory. Um, so if you're that no, it's of... meant to be dreadful. Okay. Like really bad, like nothing Not works. Not a good beginning, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Invasion we downloaded but didn't play. Keep talking and nobody explodes. We downloaded. Yeah, we should have played that. Yeah, I played this yeah. a lot on Mac. It's really cool. Essentially, someone's um, defusing bombs, but then the other people print off the internet, like the plans on how to do it. And when you're defusing, you don't know what you're doing. You have to go by what other people are telling you to do. So it's all about communication. Uh, so if you through VR, I think that'd be great. Uh, but we haven't done it's it. for multiple players but it augments multiple your voice players. so it's yeah. like really difficult to understand yeah to like really articulate mm. that actually sounds like it's something we haven't spoken about as well what happens when it becomes something that in many different games loads of people are involved that could be yeah, incredible. yeah. they're just really crazy and yeah and to be clear yeah, i think eve valkyrie you can play online oh VR really oh. one other one, um hundred foot robot golf twenty dollars uh we haven't played that yet it's still downloading as we speak um hasn't been <laughs> modeled reviews been like sevens a lot super stardust ultra vr has uh, a great playstation game um twenty dollars haven't played in vr yet i can imagine it only adds to the experience it doesn't create a whole new level 
Bound and Volume, um, we haven't played yet. They're downloading. And Kismet, which is like a tarot reading kind of thing. It mm. reads your palm and tells your future. And that sounds fantastic. Like that. I'm really looking forward to that one. <laughs> and then mm. the ones that are still coming, which we were hoping would be here for launch, but aren't. Tomb Raider has a VR section in the new DLC where you can wander around the Lara Croft Mansion. Mm -hmm. Some massive reports of nausea for that, apparently. Star Wars has its big VR thing, which Alex was disappointed isn't out yet. I'm not sure when that's launching yeah. yet, but it's coming mm -hmm. soon. And then Resident Evil, um, obviously, is coming. And Harry Potter VR. I okay. I, I wasn't. I was literally going Don't to say as a sort of an, an extra thing. Imagine I this like, is your one. Happen? Imagine this is your one. It oh, will happen. Will. Everyone happen. just wait. Yeah. Harry yeah. Potter V or with, with the voice thing, you can actually like like make spells and like yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness, that is just too exciting. The whole thing. It's gonna happen. Explore Hogwarts. You can play the game, right? The uh, the kid kid. The it's called Quidditch. Yeah, Quidditch. I think you, you know. Stop pretending. You <laughs> definitely know. You mean you've definitely read the We golf? had her with a Star Wars <laughs> yeah, Star Trek thing. <laughs> what? What was that? Al? Nothing. I'm saying he just lowered himself to your standards. I, think, I have the Star Wars Star Trek. Are you well? Fair enough. I have to say, if that was if that was to come out, that would be the thing that that would persuade me to save up and buy this. Okay. Wow. If Harry Potter was to come out wow. on VR, I would absolutely save up that's, my. That's how badly you want to be a 15-year-old boy. In <laughs> You know what? There's some <laughs> things you've got to do, got and to I will yeah. do it. Well, that was going to be so, like, we're going to quickly pick our favorite experiences. All right. Um, so, with all due respect, I mean, Nate, maybe pick one out of the ones you played, which one you like. But you haven't played enough to pick, like, That's five true. experiences. No, no, I just want to pick one. Uh, I just pick Batman. Batman would be your one yeah. out of what you played. Uh, even out of the one experience that you played which one would you suggest people try mm, it's a tough one um i would say this shark game what's it called what? um it is cool shark game shark ocean game. descent ocean descent Definitely. there's some passive Very experiences good. in that as well if you don't want to do the sharky <laughs> uh tamro pick, tell me your five games like there's like, like there's a couple more as well but like there's nearly 40 games here yeah top three definitely batman eve and uh, the playroom. You mean Eve Valkyrie, right? Yeah, Eve Valkyrie. Yeah, yeah. Those would be my top three. Okay. The other two, um, <laughs> um, actually, Evil the Ace Banana. Ace Banana. Banana. <laughs> Ace banana. <laughs> oh my God. What? Let's say that again. Ace Banana. Ace Banana. <laughs> oh my goodness. And uh, probably I don't know the the puzzle one maybe. The puzzle, oh, Super Hypercube? Yeah. What about Job Simulator? Oh, yeah, Job Simulator. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's mine. Okay, so you sent Batman, Eve Valkyrie, Ace Banana, mm -hmm. Job Simulator, and... The Playroom. The Playroom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of similar. I've got Batman, definitely. Um, if you buy this, you got to get Batman. Um, Super Hypercube is not for everyone, so if you don't like it, fair enough, but I think it's a stellar game. Um, yeah, I, I originally put down Drive Club because it really convinced me this is mm -hmm. the best thing for the genre. Mm -hmm. But Eve Valkyrie, after playing, I was like, yeah, yeah. Eve Valkyrie is the better game. So I'll suggest Eve Valkyrie. Job Simulator, 100%. Yeah. That's the one I'm going to be playing the most because um, it's got a lot of replay ability in it. And then I actually put down as my fifth one, uh, more passive thing. So either the kitchen demo, just because mm -hmm. it's a really fun experience, um, or Alumet to get a completely different idea of something else you can do with VR. Mm -hmm. um, just down. And they're both free, so mm. you should be getting them anyway. Um, but I agree with you, Tamara. For like, if you have a bunch of friends around, Playroom VR, yeah, it's sticky it's and dumb and yeah. childish. And but for a bunch, if you got people around you and a few pads, great fun. Um, so how do we wrap that up? <laughs> like, is it worth the money? I guess is the question. Um, As a console launch, how I, does that feel? Look, like? if you've got the money and you're willing to splurge on what I believe 
is a novelty, mm-hmm. then um, I think it's totally a fucking fun thing to do. It's a crazy experience. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I just don't, yeah, I don't think you're going to be um, spending your life in it. We didn't try this, but we can use it as a browser as well, right? I don't know. Okay. Uh, I'm sure. I think they're going to patch it for PSVR. Like, what? How much they're going to let you access online VR content? And yeah, stuff like that. Because if you can watch like online via YouTube clips and stuff, then <laughs> yes, including porn. Um, I think it's definitely like worth a gadget. Yep. To have. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I feel yeah. the same. I like, I like, as I said at the beginning, it's a luxury item. You Because know? it 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 is hugely different from putting your smartphone in a cardboard box. Yeah, no, honestly, yeah. that is the big thing I would say is that I've tried VR a few times and I was really anti it. Um, well, not anti it, but just like not enthused, not excited. And outside of like Nate, who maybe has been a bit more tempered, I think out of everyone we tried it on, Katie was blown away. Bethany was blown away. Alex was really blown away. I was blown mm-hmm. away initially. Avon seemed fairly like into it. Absolutely. No, 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 I definitely am. Um, and you had like a really good time with mm-hmm. a lot of stuff like it's had a massively positive reaction from the majority of people. Yes. And I would 100% say, unless you're doing the experiences, you really can't understand what it's like. Like, yeah. it sounds yeah. like such a stupid thing to say. And it sounds like something, if you're sitting at home and you're listening and you don't have the money to spend on it, it's like, oh, great. Okay, thanks. I can't <laughs> understand what it's like because I don't have the money to splash out. I know it's annoying, but it's true. Like, you really can't understand what it's like until you're doing it. Mm. Um, and you can watch people playing on screens. You can watch people on YouTube doing it. It's not remotely the same thing. No. Um, so different. Do if you do get it, also like use some good headphones on it. Like yes. we use these good ones to block out sound, and it's definitely worth it because it immerses you a lot more. Oh, and we discovered that we can play this without TV on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can also you don't have so to TV on. you can save up your money on not buying the TV. Not buying. And <laughs> buying <them>. That's true. <laughs> you can play just all PlayStation yeah. through yeah. the VR. Um, I will say a lot of the games think are overpriced. I think there's a long way to go with what they're going to do with it. Mm-hmm. But as an example of some of the ideas and the kernels are going to turn into, I think, exciting things. Kernels? Yep. Kernels. Uh, are going to turn into exciting things. I think it's, there's so much there. Like you've got a breadth of nearly 40 experiences that you can partake in. Yep. Sure, a bunch of them are too expensive. I agree. You but see, that, that was fine. the only thing that I was going to say. It's just that the expense doesn't end. So yeah. I would say it is absolutely you know go for it if you can if you can do it do it if i could i would 100 mm-hmm. percent. but i think until it gets cheaper as an experience and well just more affordable overall as, a, as an experience it just won't end you'll have one game and then once you've had that experience yeah. you're gonna have to work out another 30 a lot of them are very sure yeah. you don't want to return to them. Yeah, yeah yeah how many times i want to return batman was the most wow experience yeah. how many times mm-hmm. am i gonna re- want to redo that i don't know probably not many but yeah. i would suggest splash out in the 600 one get the vr world's in that package they're not the best experiences but there's five in there um you've got the demo disc in there as well so you can try out the games which are good and then if you can i would say get job simulator because it's mm-hmm. one you can play with a lot also like great normal games you'd play sometimes for like half a day or full day mm-hmm. if you wanted to <laughs> this one for the uncomfortable reasons you cannot do that anyway. no well, so you you're not going to get through those games that quickly yeah that's you're true. gonna yeah. you don't want to take breaks and you'll want to like pace yeah. it out just do a little bit here and there um but yeah i i fully expected to to get it and it would be a thing that's collecting dust in the corner of my room and when people came around it'd be something that we wouldn't really do mm-hmm. but honestly right now like as long as they keep a good stream of games and experiences coming because that's the worries maybe it'll dry mm. up 
Mm. But if they keep mm. a good flow sure. of stuff happening, yep. it's something that when people come around, they'll always be, hey, you should try out this thing and this new thing and see what this is like yeah, and yeah, watch yeah. this movie and all that stuff. Um, so, I, yeah, I'm very welcomely surprised and happy yeah. to take back all of my reservations. As the price goes down, you can get multiple ones. Then that's another level. Well, that's, you can I don't know about that because the PlayStation 4 currently definitely couldn't power them. Oh, I see. But, and it doesn't even have the outputs to support that. But ah. with the f- PlayStation 4 Pro that comes out next month, I don't know. I just still don't think maybe, it could. Maybe, maybe. I just don't think it could. Hmm. So you'd need like multiple PS4s for that as well. Hmm. If it yeah. becomes more, like a, a much is. more communal experience, I think it's going to be, it's going to go crazy. Yeah. yeah. I genuinely think it is. Party, I think it's going to take piece. a while. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. But I think it's the start of something that is incredible and I don't want it. Um, <laughs> Don't yeah, it's kind of a scary idea. Yeah. Come mm-hmm. home and your like romantic partner is just like sitting in silence, like in a dark room. And you like, know what they're doing? And you're just like, Terrifying. it's like you may as well not have arrived. Like Ta- arrived. Tamara was playing yesterday without the TV on, and we walked into a room and like we don't know what he's doing. Like you don't know what <laughs> yeah. his experience is. He could be anywhere right now, yeah, like, like doing anything. Show, it could, kind of. But it is, well, and it's really know. weird. And the more experiences to get out there as well, it's like, are they doing something appropriate? <laughs> like, what is yeah. happening? Like, it's, you don't know what's happening. It's, it's strange. Um, all right, that's the end of our PSVR. If you've got any questions for us about it or you want us to try out stuff or talk more, yeah. or just to shut up, <laughs> you can make that one happen by just going away. You don't have to listen to us again. That's fine. Uh, but if you want to ask any questions, send it over to we are Tessellate. We are Tessellate at Outlook.com. Uh, very, very quickly before we go, the box office as it stood last weekend, top 20 films in north america number 20 was denial what's this film no it wasn't that's what it says right here no, oh i fucking hate <laughs> excellent excellent form tanro quick sharp brilliant <sighs> that, took, that took a fucking few seconds to sink in for me and then when it did i was like ah he was ready <laughs> mm. nice number 19 good tamro good one uh i can't see from here what Shin Godzilla, which we went to see this week. Yeah, we did. It's confusing. It's movie, so funny. Man. It's, so it's, oh my god, funny. confusing. I I'm not gonna go on about it, but it's just very confusing. Um, for me, it felt like a really good B movie. It's very. But it's probably uh, not supposed to be. But, but nearly the whole movie is Godzilla's destroying the city, and nearly the whole movie you're just in government meetings. Yeah. You're in just government meeting rooms while it's happening outside of these government meetings. Oh, that's meetings. awesome. That it's sounds so really cool. weird. Yeah. But it's kind of like. But yeah, it's very weird. It's hard to explain. Very strange yeah. film. Very strange. It's cool. Kind of really fucking awful, but so bad it's really good. Yeah. Sort of thing. Um, number 18, Desiato. Uh, number 17, Don't Breathe. Number 16, Priceless. Number 15, Suicide Squad. Number 14, Queen of Catherine. It's supposed to be good, that one. I heard good things about that. Number 13, the Harry Potter IMAX Marathon. What? Mm. Uh, what is that? Have I been living <laughs> under a rock? What? By the way, are you going to are you going to Universal for the Harry Potter experience while you're here right now? Oh yeah, you should. Oh, what you're here? In a- <gasps> yeah, no, uh, I've the Wizarding done the one World in of Harry Potter. <gasps> you're speechless. Oh my <laughs> goodness! I've been to Florida. I've been to that? the one in London. You can collect I've the set. Maybe Compare I and contrast. Number twelve, Masterminds. Number eleven, Max Steel. Meant to be fucking awful. Number ten, The Birth of a Nation. Number nine, Sully. Number eight, Middle School. Colon. The worst years of my life. Have you seen Birth of a Nation? Number seven, the that. Magnificent Seven. Oh, that's happened. No interest in seeing that. Birth of Nation or Magnificent Seven? Magnificent Seven. Oh. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people, Justin and Ellen and Katie, went to see it. They were like, yeah. 
Yeah. Have you seen both? No. Okay. Uh, number six, Storks. It's number five, Deep Water Horizon. Number four, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. I think it's dropped from number one. Really want to see that. Um, it looks good. Oh, no. It was a number three last week. Uh, number three, Kevin Hart, colon. What now? Question mark. Uh, number yeah. two, The Girl on the Train. And number one, slightly surprisingly, The Accountant. Yeah. Uh, with one of the most boring titles in cinema history, I think. Wow. Um, Poor account. It's been a like a light week for the old. It has it made yeah. first week made nearly twenty five million dollars at the box mm-hmm. office, which is a modest. Offering. Yeah. It's not crazily big, but um, there you go. Wow. We don't know what releases come out next week, so we can't guess the top three right. box office. I'm afraid. Uh, Thank you for staying with us, Rudad. If dude. you did, um, if you didn't, it doesn't really matter. Um, you can follow each of us on Twitter and whatever we want to be followed on. Tamara, where can people reach you with an inappropriate questions? Uh, Twitter, Instagram. What's your name? <laughs> Tamara Ishida. T N R O H I S H I D A. That just uh, when you said Tamara Ishida, I was like, oh, I'm on board. And then you spelled it, and I was like, I have no clue what. Uh, Nate, where can people? Is it G H Z or Z? If you're American Films dot com. What can they see there? My work, some of it at least, and they can get links to my social media platforms where they can dive into a very shallow pool. Excellent. Avna, how can people contact you? If they should want to. And again, I'm sorry about the Star Wars Star Trek thing. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, yeah, if you want to let Avna know how you feel about her Star Wars Star Trek You can let me know on Twitter. You can let me know on Instagram how much of a bad person I've been for you. Where? <laughs> I said Twitter, Instagram. No, but you got to say where. What's your handle? Oh, I'm so sorry. Of course. I've got not technological. They can't just go to twitter.com. Like, oh, there she is. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. The old Twitter. Avna. Avna Wallace. At Avna Wallace. At Avna Wallace. Wallace. And please try to express your emotions towards her in picture form. So just pictures of your face looking disappointed. Yeah, I, I will be appreciated. And I will comment on each one saying I'm sorry. So there'll be loads of sorry, sorry, sorry. She's a sorry. She's the kind of person who actually would do that. It's true. Yeah. So have fun yeah, with that. I really would. do. Uh, <laughs> Rhiannon, say you yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I, was worried, I was the whole time. I was like, fuck, I'm going to forget how to pronounce this the entire time. Uh, sorry, we haven't let you talk very much. Oh, no, no. I don't really have much to contribute to this. Yeah. So don't don't worry about it. But you have an awesome shirt on, as we said before. Yeah. I sure. do have that going. Avina, can you lean back a little bit so yes. people watching can see the awesome shirt? Very I cool. feel like maybe your Twitter handle should be at Dinosaur Shirt. Oh, yeah. Dinosaur Shirt. Well, that's a great suggestion because I don't have a Twitter. You don't so. have a Twitter. I know. Oh. One of the few. One of the few. <laughs> Congratulations. Actually, brilliant. Thanks. I'm, I've been told that this is one of the things that is unacceptable about being an actor now. Mm. Which is kind of Sadly, depressing. probably, yes. yes. Depressing. Absolutely. Well, mm. Probably, yes. Mm. Probably get on that. There, yeah, there's a good, uh, good number of actors who don't have, well, Twitter followings. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, we will be back next Tuesday with a regular show. We'll be talking about the news and games and stuff. If you please go on iTunes, if you can just type in We Are Geeks, then it will pop up. If you can subscribe, it helps. If you can leave us a rating, it helps. Even if you hate us, it really doesn't matter. Just leave, leave mean comments. It all helps. Um, and if you go on YouTube, if you can subscribe to our channel, We Are Tessellate, that really helps. If you just see the one, the easy way to link to all that, We Are Tessellate, all social medias, our URL. You can link out to everything, see our films, listen to our music. Be bored by all the aspects of a spectacularly boring lives. Never. Mm-hmm. All right. Never okay. and always. Until next Tuesday. We're out. We're out. Geeks. 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 Oh my God, my phone. People talk to me. Uh, no one ever talks to me. I was going to mention production. Everything.